Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby. Stop doing those diet or workout fads to lose weight. Use the tried-and-true approach from Rock and That Idea Life that helps you find balance while enjoying food in moderation and nourishing your body. Try the Lean 30 program at rockandthatidealife.com and let today be your last first day of your weight loss journey. When buying or selling your home, you need to feel protected. Realtor Mike Burgoyne not only looks out for your interests, but as a St. Louis area police officer, will make sure you feel safe and well-informed with every decision. Email Mike at strikewithmike.com and start the process today. That's Mike at strikewithmike.com. Get ready to hear some noise tonight. You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Let's have a doink, bro. Eric Brewer was so bad. <laughs> Are we like Go-Go Corp? Are we suspended? I I reciprocated the dickness. Selfish, Selfish hockey. hockey. That's right. Selfish hockey. What did I tell you about stick tape? You don't need it! No doubt about it, eh? You're listening to Kurt, Bill, and Jeff on Let's Go Blues Radio, the original St. Louis Blues hockey fan podcast. Take it away, boys. Welcome to episode 18 of season 13. This is episode number 449, all time, of the often imitated, never duplicated. My buddy told me this is just a microdose of mushrooms, and he was lying. We're the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go, Blues Radio. Special thanks to our sponsors, Dustin from RockinThatIDLife.com and Realtor Mike Burgoyne, who you can email at Mike at StrikeWithMike.com. For proudly sponsoring the show, please check them out. Can't emphasize that enough. Please check out our sponsors. Also, don't forget to check out our t-shirt shop at letsgoblues.com for some well-designed and fairly priced blues-themed t-shirts. It's Thursday, February 8th, and we're streaming live on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, your mom's radio, wherever you get live video casts. Blue Sky. Blue Sky, sure. We're on there, too. Uh, to interact with the show on social media, our handle on all social channels is at LGB Radio. Just search for us and you'll find us. And if you haven't already done so, please like, follow, subscribe, ring the bell, buy a t-shirt from our shop, listen to us while you're on shrooms, or do whatever you can do to help us out. I'm your host, Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by Kurt Price and Bill Day. Producer Austin is, of course, on shrooms. The agenda for tonight includes Robert <laughs> Thomas in his first NHL All-Star game, the Blues participating in the 2025 Winter Classic, a new segment starring Bill Day, all of that and more on this wackadoo episode of Let's Go Blues Radio. Gentlemen, good to see you both. Most importantly, welcome back, Bill Day. Thank you. Sorry I had to miss the last couple of weeks, but uh, uh, got under the weather and got busy. So um, needed a needed a little break from the show, unfortunately, but uh, glad to be back um, and uh, uh, looking forward to this new segment tonight. Yes, I'm I told you guys before the show, I'm probably more excited for this segment than I should be. Like, no offense to you, Bill. You know, um, it's going to be cool to see. But for me, I'm like, it's just cool because it's like Bill's going to fucking have the floor. And Kurt and I literally just have to turn our microphones off and shut up. <laughs> That's no fun. I will believe it <laughs> for you. <when> it happens. <laughs> I just and I just put out on Blue Sky. 
Blue Sky uh, shared the link to uh, our show. I do believe that uh, this is the first uh, St. Louis Blues podcast that's been shared on Blue Sky. How mm-hmm. about that? Pretty sure. Add that to <laughs> our our record books. I, there is, don't have yeah. any records. There is like no uh, uh, blues hockey content out there. There's like two St. Louis Blues accounts that haven't posted anything yet. So it's uh, we're we're uh, treading into uncharted waters with uh, this show. Uncharted on skies. Blues. Uncharted skies. Right. There you go. I Boldly like going where no man, no blues podcast has gone before. <laughs> I'm yet to check out Blue Sky. You've said good things about it. Um, I, I mean, I'll, I'll probably check it out this weekend. It's Twitter with less people. Um, there's a lot of people on there, but I mean, there's no. I'm not selling it very well here, but there's no really any blues hockey content. Uh, but that you know that could change. You know, go on Blue Sky, create some accounts, and uh, or create your account, and I'll tell you, start what's, it it's got to start somewhere. Somebody. What somebody told me on threads when I made a comment about like, man, I, uh, you know, uh, I, I don't post about the blues over here because there is not a lot of blues people on here. And somebody said, bring them over, Jeff. You be the front runner. So I'll tell you the same thing about Blue Sky, Kurt. Be yeah. be the front runner for blues on Blue Sky. Uh, right. I'm on there. And, so and for for all you indie minded folks that you know you you knew Arcade Fire before they were anybody. You saw them play at the little hole and wall club. That that's that. This is your chance on Blue Sky. You can there be up for everybody else. It is now open to the public. So uh, uh, it was before it was invite only. Uh, but I think a couple days ago they they opened it up to the, the Spotify uh, business model. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, they had to get content out there before they opened up the public. And uh, if they did that, then the public joins. Oh, there's nothing out here, and then they just they leave. So they got to like have a small community, just populate the content, and then bring everyone else in. It is the uh, internet equivalent of a soft launch for a restaurant. I suppose so. It was a long soft launch too. Yeah, uh, might have been a year long. Um, yep. I, I do believe Blue Sky is being run by the former Twitter owner, I believe, or he has something to do with it. So, I think he invests in it. I'm not sure if yeah, he's I, I don't the know. Yeah. created it. I agree, I, he, but he is involved with it somehow. Yeah, which is good because the current Twitter owner sucks. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it t- taking away TweetDeck just pissed me the hell off. Yeah, oh, it's back. It's called like X-Pro now. It, it, it never really went away, but you got to pay for it. Yeah, now it's, it's now it's pay. Yeah, that which which sucks. I'm like, no, it's come stupid. on. Everything's pay, 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 pay. And it's like, like it's like eighteen it's, bucks a month. It's not cheap. It's so it's a social media, Instagram, Facebook. It's like you're, you when it's user driven content, that is what you're paying. You are creating the content. Yeah. That 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 is what drives the entire platform is user driven content. So why should users have to pay? to join this platform when they're the ones providing the content that makes the whole thing work. It doesn't make any sense to me. I'm with you. I'm with you. Well, they should be paying uh, us. I, there you go. Well, yeah. Why aren't we getting paid by X? We I use it all the time. It's we Twitter get engagement. Twitter. It's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. I feel like calling it X just uh, makes you fall in line somehow. Well, if you go to X.com, it just redirects you to Twitter. Yeah, Twitter is the URL it gives you, which is which kind of is funny. Which is so weird. Like, should it be the other way around? Uh, yeah, you would think. <sighs> Fucking Jesus. Fucking horse Elon shit. Elon Musk. Yep. All right. 
<laughs> official beers of episode number 449. You can follow each of us on the Untapped app. Uh, Kurt's at Price 12 Myself, Jeff Ponner, we found at jponner94. Bill is at billyblueNote33. Uh, we will start with Mr. Price. Tonight, I'm enjoying, uh, I've had this on the show before, the uh, marshmallow and chocolate milk stout from Four Hands. It's the Charleston Chew Candy Bar Stout Variety. Uh, so that is, I am, uh, this is my second uh, Charleston Chew Four Hands Milk Stout. And it's quite good. It's either this one or the Almond Joy variety. So I decided to go Charleston Chew since I am, I mean, that's a, that's a candy bar from my past that I used to buy often as a kid. Uh, love Charleston Chews. Good candy bar. Eh. You don't like it? Oh, that's good. Eh, they're okay. I mean, I won't turn them down. Um, I feel the same way about them that I feel about Milky Way. I, like, I like Swift. Milky Way. They're good. Oh, we're not going to talk about Taylor Swift. <laughs> I did catch some shit for that. Milky Way? Um, so, yeah. Okay. Well, Milky Way or Snickers for you? Uh, oh, I love Snickers. Snickers all the way. Okay. I mean, they're pretty much the same thing except for nuts. But yeah, and, which is funny because I don't like nuts uh, in my candy typically. But the crunch. In your mouth. I do like them in my mouth. Um, the crunch of the Snickers, the I think, is what I like. You're, you're yeah. A yeah. I, you know what? Um, the only time I really have Milky Ways is uh, my kids' uh, Halloween candy. I might, I might grab a few that's, of those. That's, that's what I've still been eating. But, is, but I still uh, like little, I, little I still miniature like ones. I, I yeah. love me a Milky Way. You know, it's, it's caramel, yeah. it's nougat, it's, it's, it's chocolate. That's what, what's not to like. Frozen Milky Way. It's it is the Frozen way to go. That is uh, that is what I was having. Uh, that that's uh, why uh, my dog was uh, you know, <laughs> licking the air. licking the microphone. Uh, <laughs> I'll tell you we what. Getting into the show. I'll tell you what though. Uh, Hundred gram bars. Ooh. Oh yeah. Those. Are oh crack. yeah. Those are, crack, Those are Those... underrated. Oh my god. Yeah. One of the probably for me. Easily top three candy bar might be my favorite for for sure. Really Me too. Yeah. We yeah. our uh, our little uh, self serve grab and go shop at work has those mm-hmm. always, mm-hmm. and yeah, when I'm you know pushing a, a late shift, um, I I will go down there and that, that helps me get through. You a yeah, Kit Kat or a Twix guy? I'm going Reese's one. Okay. Uh, then I go 100 grand. Then Snickers. Those are my three. Mm. Okay, so. I gotta put Kit Kats up there, man. Uh, Kit Kats a, are good. Man. Yeah, Kit Kats get old fast for me. Tell you My, what, they got different flavors. Have you had? Did yeah. you have the uh, marshmallow one they had on uh, over Halloween? Yeah, those were like good. Those were yeah, quite good. Like oh, yeah. really? the, so, so, uh, some of them get too gimmicky. Um, yeah, like I had the the churro one, and I was like, "Oh, this is gonna be great." No, it, it was. It was. They fun. have a dark chocolate. They have a half, uh, top half dark chocolate, bottom half mint, or or vice versa. Mm-hmm. That's pretty good. Yeah. Mm. If you yeah. like mint, yeah, no, my uh, real quick, my top three candy bars are um, the Milky Way f- or the uh, sorry, the Reese's Fast Break. That's number one. Those are ah, good. Man. Those are good. Yeah. yeah. Then, um, then I think Twix. Then Milky Way. Frozen though, must be frozen. The frozen oh. Milky Ways are good. Have you ever actually had the ice cream bar? That's mm-hmm. the Milky Way. Yes. Yeah. So good. So good. Uh, Have you ever had a deep fried Mars bar or in this country, Milky Way? (laughs) So damn good. Um, Uh, Mars bars are all, they're so good. And I I do believe, I do believe um, uh, Sneakies in Edwards Hill has uh, something on deep fried Snickers or something on the, on the menu. And uh, Mm. that's what we're getting for dinner tomorrow night. So the uh, baked beaver said, uh, uh, y'all ever had a zero bar. 
Zero Bar is one of my favorites too. And Zero Bar is in my top three. So for me, it's probably 100 grand. Oh, I've never had a Zero Bar. Really? It's a white chocolate uh, almond nougat hmm. and caramel. And, Interesting. Uh, yeah, it's it's good. Um, oh, God. And white, and white, did I say white chocolate? White chocolate on the outside. Yes. Yes. Um, God, white, white, yeah, zero bar, no particular order. Zero bar, 100 grand. And uh, what am I going to put the third one there? It's, it's not Snickers. It's not Milky Way. It's got to be Reese's. Yeah, Reese's. Reese's all the way. Yep, not Reese's. Uh, Reese's. Some somehow we got away from beer and got into this conversation. <laughs> Bill, can, uh, quick, you want to jump into what's your beer? Sure. You know nothing but quick asides for us. Um, quick asides that go fifteen minutes. Right. Um, I'm continuing my streak. I've had uh, this will be the uh, third or fourth fourth in a row. For me, uh, Surly Darkness variants. So Russian Imperial Stout variant. This is the 2023 Cold Smoked Cherry variant. And nice. it is it is quite tasty. Um, and I'll be able to keep this going at least two more shows because I found more. So I'm, I'm excited. Um, the Coco Nitro is one that I just picked up. I think that'll be next week. But the last one that I'm really looking forward to is uh, called uh, Lumberjack Breakfast. It's uh, maple bacon pancakes, right? Yeah, maple, maple bacon. Good. <laughs> so the uh, your, your your can bill with darkness reminded me of the uh, event that Forehands have uh, every year. The slip slipping in the darkness is that what's called? Slip in the darkness. Uh, the their stout festival. Yeah. <clears throat> that they have every year because they have a number of good stouts and they have a slip in the darkness festival. I believe it's called. We should really try to, to work with a brewery locally and do a live show at one of their events like that. Uh-huh. I think that'd yeah. be fucking cool. Get a little oh, table for yeah. sure. That'd be great. Yeah. We should do something like that. I mean, I just have people bringing us beer. That would be incredible. <laughs> um, we could call Austin beer wench for the night. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Whatchamacallit. That's a good candy bar. Oh, that is that, that is also good. very underrated. Oh, what's the Toblerone? I actually like Toblerone. Oh, yeah, too. that's good candy. Yeah, 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 yeah that's a good yeah, one. Yeah. M Ms. That's not a candy bar though. No, no, that's like a different. That's like a different. Uh, like M Ms Reese's Pieces. Uh, yeah, it's a Skittles. different genre. That's a yeah. It's candy, but it's not. It's it's candy, not candy. Bite size. Bite size. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. My beer night is the citywide from Four Hands American Pale Ale. Um, awesome. St. Louis flag there, um, and uh, yeah, just a good good sipping beer, <laughs> which I needed. Uh, I was going to get a stout, but uh, as I told Kurt, um, for dinner tonight, we went to El Maguey and uh, got myself a jumbo, uh, a, a jumbo, da- uh, uh, what the hell? Uh, Marg. Marg, thank you, Margarita. <laughs> and I was like, man, I, uh, I, and plus I had a bunch of food there, as you do when you go to a Mexican restaurant. So I'm like, ah, I need to drink light tonight. <laughs> you know, I never really, I was never really a margarita fan <clears throat> until uh, I, I had them before. For some reason, wasn't a fan until uh, uh, recent, not, not, I guess, well, not that long ago. Amy kind of turned me on to margaritas again. I was like, oh, these are really, really good. And I was, I don't know what I was thinking before, what happened, why I didn't like them before, but now I do. So uh, margaritas get quite good. As they a, are fantastic. For, for those of you that don't know, the margarita. If a margarita would like to sponsor, let's go Blues Radio. <laughs> <laughs> let's hope. 
All right. Well, let's get into it, guys. Uh, the first big news of the night that we'll discuss is something that was officially announced earlier this week. Uh, the Blackhawks will host the Blues for the 2025 Winter Classic at Wrigley Field. Um, so uh, the game will be televised exclusively on TNT in the United States and on Sportsnet and TVA Sports in Canada. So Ken Morris, make sure you know that. Uh, this will mark the 16th NHL Winter Classic and 42nd NHL regular season outdoor game. Uh, St. Louis is 2-0 in outdoor games after collecting wins in the 2017 Winter Classic against the Blackhawks at Bush Stadium and again at the 2022 Winter Classic against the Minnesota Wild at Target Field. Um, first thing on the agenda here that I wanted to ask you guys, um, when I saw this, we have no trips planned this year. I don't know if we're going to do anything this year. So I thought this is perfect. Uh, end of the year, I think I am really going to try to make this happen. I think I'll be going up to Chicago for get the your, winter class. Get your hotel now. Yeah, you can always you can always cancel that. Yep. You know, get that because that that'll go quick if it's not yep. already. Yes, it will. So, well, yep. the thing about Chicago though is so many hotels. Right, but I mean the good your 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 good like, if, if, if you want stumbling. Like yes. stumbling distance to Wrigley and right. not afraid to take the L and just stay, you know, there are plenty of great hotels down in the loop. Just take the L out to Wrigleyville. But yeah. So about you guys? Do I, you have any interest in going? So we're, yeah, I, I told Julie <laughs> I was not going to uh, even really think about it. So um, <laughs> we'll, we'll see as, as the, uh, as the date gets closer, but I just, I figure, you know, I, with the, the last two um, that the blues were in cost was prohibitively expensive. Yeah. Um, and this is going to be, you know, a smaller venue than both of the other places. So it's, it's uh, you know, this would be the one I want to go to because it is a smaller venue and better sight lines and all that. But, yeah, you know, I, uh, I, I just, mm, just the cost. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, you know, Chicago's not far away from St. Louis from us, so it's like it would almost be. I mean, you you could go up there and maybe not pay out the ass to actually go to the game, and just like hang out at the sports bars right in, in Wrigleyville. You know, you could and you could hang out there and just be in the environment. That, that might be, be that might be kind of right. cool. That might be something to do. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah, and you could watch the game, you know, at the at the you know, be amongst you know the enemy, <laughs> and plenty of Blues fans, I'm sure. So, oh, there will be. Yeah, yeah. So uh, that, and then you know, because you're going to spend what over a grand a ticket at least. Probably. So I mean, yeah. you, you can save a couple grand, and I don't know. It's just a it's just a thought. If you don't want to spend out the ass to go to the game. Go right. and be up in the environment and just uh, hang out around uh, the stadium and uh, the bars and stuff. Be kind of cool. I right. say Wrigleyville is as much as I hate the Cubs. Uh, Wrigleyville is a cool place to visit. Um, pretty much, there's housing, hotels everywhere right there in Wrigleyville, so you can walk around and there's people on the streets. You know, they got the streets closed around the. Uh, they you will know, have the streets closed when the, when the event's going. You know what though? So it'll be cool. You know what though? Chicago is like over outdoor games though. The, the, you, yeah, you, they are. You talk with almost any Chicago fan, you know, uh, unlike Blues fans, like this is our third Winter Classic and third outdoor game. So it's like, you know, this is the third time. So, but we're all like, I think we're all in agreement that, hey, this is cool. I like this. 
Chicago. I mean, probably because they can't win them. <laughs> they get yeah, they're zero they four every time, and it's like they're in them so yep. much, and it's like ah, so. Uh, I think they're they're just done with being in the outdoor games, and uh, so yep. maybe the demand for tickets won't be crazy. It'll still I be know crazy. it'll be it's gonna I mean, I understand, and the price is gonna be driven up by demand. I get it, but I mean it's not like it's it won't be like it was in Minnesota last year. No, so no. no. Uh, Justin Scott in the chat says, uh, "Well, sorry, Bill. Before I read this, did you have something to add no, to that? No, I'm good. Nope. I get my whole uh, segment so he later." Says, <laughs> yes, that's true. <laughs> Justin's got the Facebook chat. Says, hey, boys, I saw a lot of backlash for Chicago getting another winter classic. I think it's stupid, too. Even the Blues are in it, and I think it's lame that Chicago getting another one is garbage. Uh, yeah, that's been a yep. sentiment across the league, and, I, you know, we say all the time, and I know, Kurt, you have thoughts on this, too, but um, it does seem like it is always the same teams, and I will say for our benefit to be kind of um, uh, selfish, it is nice to see the Blues be one of those sure. teams now that are sure. kind of getting reused. But at the same time, it is like, come on, this is a 32-team league. Like, why are we not seeing more of these teams get their chance? This was this you had to know this was coming because the NHL cannot put Bedard on TV enough. You saw it yeah. during the all the skills competition, but he wasn't even playing in it because of the injury and he was, he was out there addition passes and they, they had to get him on interviews in the locker room uh, before the game. And he is, you know, and they put him on screen so much. They want to talk to him so much. And he has the personality of a dish towel. He is not interesting. <laughs> He's really, I mean, maybe it'll get better with time. He's a young kid, but I mean, they, they're just throwing him out there on TV so much and he is boring AF. It's, insane yeah i mean can you imagine if he's injured for this oh <laughs> yeah but you knew it was coming, they, you knew it was they'll coming. postpone the game yeah they'll be like uh bad weather in chicago until february 12th you knew, so, you, knew you knew it was coming they they instead of letting him just become this superstar organically they are force feeding you bedard every chance they get and they're trying to put the cart before the horse you know, just let him become a superstar on his own, and then it'll happen. But they're just, like, pumping him. Like, you know, I'm sure you guys saw it. All these interviews, you know, they're talking to him. You know, what is it like? You know, you're just, you know, the face of the NHL, the future of this franchise, blah, 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 blah. I'm like, Jesus Christ, slow down. Let the kid actually have a successful season. I mean, he's having a good season for a rookie. But it's like, let him actually develop into this player you're – anointing him as before you give him this label. It's it's insane. Right. And the kid's got a broken jaw and yeah. you right. roll him out at the all-star game and put him like the, I, I thought it was pretty ridiculous and, and uh, felt like it was forced uh, the open to the skills competition when they open it up and it's McKinnon, Crosby, McDavid, um, and Bedard standing there and like Bedard's, the only one not talking. Yeah. It, it just, I, I thought that, that was, did you just, hear that was terrible hockey? Did you hear the television, the interview before the skills competition? They asked Bedard in the locker room. He was standing next to, I think it was Matthews and maybe I forgot who else was there. Yeah. And, that's who it was. McDavid wasn't there. It was Matthews. Okay. And yeah. and they said, yeah, they asked him, I said, what do you think of the skills uh, drills and uh, the season was, and he's like, I don't know. I'm not in it. 
<laughs> I'm like, great answer. Dish towel. It's like come he is on. your uh, give, give a, he is your one. typical he's your typical Canadian hockey player. He <laughs> he doesn't say anything that that's going to get him in trouble. Well, I mean, he could have. I mean, it was it, he didn't say anything. It's like you know what skills are going to be. What do you, what give give your opinion on him? I don't know. He just didn't say anything. It's kind of something about this kid is is off to me as far as like his uh, his um, like the NHL wants him to have this dynamic personality and to be and this. He, Right, and he doesn't and have not. it, and, he's just and he not. has, and he has zero well, interest in developing it. Right, right? well, if you just want to have, he's here for the hockey you, as he yeah. should be. If you want sure. him to have a uh, dynamic personality, get him out of the NHL and have him play a different sport, because the, it seems like the NHL grooms its players to not have those personalities. It's funny, because, and the guys well, that do are the ones that are chastised. You know what's funny though is that hockey players traditionally have the best personalities of any of the sports. Agreed. And uh, look at us. When you get, yeah, when you, and when you get a guy like Bedard, who is this supposed to be this megastar, and he's like, he's just droll and boring. It's like, oh, ouch, flop. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, so a couple notes that I actually wanted to. Oh, so, what we got here? Justin Scott, Connor Bedard has the personality of a white crayon. <laughs> yeah, that's I agree. brilliant. Comment of the show there. That's brilliant. Good work there, Justin. <laughs> uh, a couple comments I wanted to get to, and, and um, I will say it's a page that I am not a fan of. Uh, Kurt, I know you aren't either. Bill, I'm going to assume you aren't either. Blues Views, uh, they're on Twitter and Facebook. I did appreciate the research, though. Uh, don't really like the takes on that page, but I did appreciate the research they put into some of this stuff. Uh, a couple terrible. things that they found. Yeah, I agree. Uh, the Blues, Capitals, and Rangers are the only undefeated teams with multiple wins in Winter Classic history. All are 2-0. With a 220, 2025 victory, St. Louis will become the first 3-0 team. Uh, St. Louis has the best goal differential in Winter Classic history with a plus 5. Despite only playing twice, the Blues have scored the most goals in the Winter Classic, which is that's 10. surprising to me. The Bruins and yeah, the Bruins and Blackhawks have each scored only nine goals in four appearances. Uh, 2025 will mark the first rematch of an old Winter Classic. Chicago was 0 and four in four appearances, including the 2017 loss to St. Louis at Busch Stadium. So, again, thank you, Blues views. Give us stuff like that, and I will like you. Don't like your takes otherwise. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know, well, when he's rattling off stats, it's fine, you know. Yeah. Uh, but when he, when he, when they give uh, the the takes on the team and stuff, it's like that's when they go into like weird, yep. like awful take mode. So, now, yep. but yeah, this was this was a very nice, informative uh, tweet. Good, good on you, Blues Views. That was that was nice. Stick yep. with this. Stick with this format. It's good for you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, Kurt, I know you have some thoughts on, and, and I think, again, we can all echo. We actually agree, even though we love seeing the Blues getting some love here, as they have the last couple of years. Um, I see you have some thoughts well, on I, just not enough teams getting Well, I mean, you know, Arizona, Columbus, and Florida have never played in an outdoor game. And I I, I, I kind of understand why, but I, I, at the same time, I feel really bad for the fans of those franchises. Remember when, before we had a winter classic, uh, uh, an outdoor game at all, it was, we were just like, you know, and Chicago was getting in every other year, you know, and it's like, come on already. Let's, you know, we, we won it so bad. Pittsburgh. Boston, Pittsburgh. Yeah. They're all in multiple yeah. times. Uh, but then, you know, and we just, I'm dying. We're dying to play in a winter classic uh, or not, at least an outdoor game. And then finally it happens. It's like, oh, thank God. It was so cool. Um, and I, and the fans for, you know, Coyote fans, Blue Jackets fans, and Panthers fans, they've never seen their team play in an outdoor game. 
And I totally, I mean, it, it, it really speaks volumes for what the NHL thinks of those markets. Because if, you know, it was a good hockey market, they'd get great viewership and it'd be a good one in classic. They'd, they'd have played in one, but honestly, okay, let's, while I feel bad for the fans, let's look at it. Okay. Arizona. Does anyone really care about the Coyotes? I mean, outside of Arizona, they're yes. not, they're not, they're not, I, they, nobody, no. Well, what, what you're telling me you wouldn't be because you know they could build intrigue around a Coyotes Winnipeg Jets outdoor game, you know, being the former Jets, yeah, I don't think, maybe Arizona even goes with the Jets. Yeah, jersey. I, don't, but, I don't think that would be awesome. I don't think people care too much about that, though. Yeah, I mean, it's it, an, it's, it's an interesting, I, I like the way you think, but I don't think I don't think people outside Arizona and Winnipeg get behind that uh, that much, you know what I mean. Uh, Columbus. If they're the away team, though, I think that could be cool. Columbus, I yeah, same thing. It's like, does anybody but, really? And they're not very good either. Neither of those franchises are ever really any good. Well, um, so I think Florida's disadvantage is everybody wants to go to Miami, and they're not going to have an outdoor game in Miami. Here's so the deal, not, though. Yeah, Th- that's the thing. A game off the if, off the calendar for that. if they could. If they could play an outdoor game in Miami on the beach, wouldn't that be, that cool? Would be cool? I mean, just oh, just yeah. totally abandon the whole snow atmosphere, even pumping in fake snow when there's none on the ground. But to play a game on the beach, uh, build the rink on the beach and With play the it. Ocean is the backdrop. And if they could have yeah, the be... the ice be in good shape and the sun wouldn't be a factor, you know, a lot of ifs there. But that'd be awesome. You'd probably have to do it at night. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. No, 100% for sure. Yeah, like, at night, look, but... look at what happened with uh, with uh, the Blackhawks at Lake Tahoe. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That, that was yeah. the biggest disaster. Almost canceled. All that was just future games. But that and that was just lack yeah. of uh, thinking because right. the only issues on the ice were the dark graphic areas. And that was like, you know, the, 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 right. the dark graphics were were attracting the rays of the heat. And it was just uh, making the ice soft in those areas. All they had to do was make the make those graphics like a an ice blue color, a light blue color, instead of like a dark. That was dumb. That was stupid. The... Here we go. Here we go. How about this? How about we have we put everyone on rollerblades and they play bro beach hockey. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, with, that was ramps, ramps, behind, ramps the behind the net. Yeah, yeah with a ball, put a ball. Why not? That yeah. was that was oh, man. You have that get, was you have to get. I'm gonna throw a name out here. You got to get Tiffany Richardson back out on a bikini <laughs> to uh, call the game. That you know what? That was uh, for a sh- very short period of time. That was pretty cool. That yeah, was fun to was, watch. It was entertaining. It would have gotten but, old. It would have gotten old after a while, but it was yeah. it was neat for a short time. It was it was like Steve Chelios was the GM. Yeah, it was like the most '90s thing imaginable. It was. It was. Justin Scott says, "Yeah, with you, Justin Scott." Uh, the, yeah, I, the Blues have always, have so far, have knocked the jerseys out of the park. But, and there have been some talk. And if you've seen some people, they who what jerseys they want. Have you seen this? Mm-hmm. They want the Check It's Era third jersey, the circle logo. No. And I was like. With the, no. As a white jersey? Maybe? As a white. Uh, they've suggested a white no. version of that. And no. I'm like. No, it'll never happen. No, 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 no. Not not under that, not under um, no, yeah. Tom Stillman. Stillman doesn't. It's not going to no. happen. Well, first of all, first of all, it's it's it it. I think there are much better choice, regardless of how Stillman feels about the Chukatsera stuff. There are just more iconic Blues jerseys to use than that one. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Early nineties. Oh, yeah, yeah, late eighties. Late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Yeah, the Hollow Notes era uh, jerseys were. 
those banged and uh those deserve something instead those, of just trotting out those I stupid agree. clown jerseys year after year we haven't seen anything like that since they went away no, i would I know. love to see something. they haven't even they haven't brought back any variation of and, that at all and the thing that that i hate too and i say this probably more than i should why don't we ever see like blue versus red or green versus yellow you know in terms of it's always white versus white versus Give me a winter classic with a blue jersey and a red jersey. I think that would be you know that'd incredible. be that'd be probably be better for presentation. Uh, yeah, hundred percent. Uh, it would look awesome. So hold on, I do it in my NHL games all the time, and it looks fucking cool. So Justin Scott here says that uh, a Minnesota podcast talked about how the Blues suck, so we shouldn't be in one. So I, and then and Justin Scott says so I had to give them a friendly reminder that they sucked against in the winter classic a few years ago. Yeah, the Blues beat I, I Minnesota. I'd like to know who this was because, okay, first of all, the Blues beat Minnesota in the last Winter Classic, the Wild Rim. Currently, the Blues are five points ahead of the Wild in the standings. So I don't think a, a Wild podcast should be. I, we're in a we're in a playoff spot right now. I don't think uh, you know what the fuck. I mean, while the Blues aren't you know legit Cup contenders by any means right now, it's a, but we're in a playoff spot. I mean, to say we suck is quite a weird take. I used to really appreciate Wild fans, but mostly after the thing that happened last year with Bennington and Flurry, I really oh. realized there's a lot of dumb shit Wild fans. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a lot of dumb shit fans for every fan yeah, base. But yeah, I love yeah. it when they come out of the woodwork. Including so Blues funny. fans. Yes, agreed. Well, yes, like the yes. Kadri situation kind of showed that uh, it was a handful yeah. of Blues fans, which yeah, you know, no one condones that bullshit. Uh, oh, puck guy. That's great. That's a great point. I remember that. He says Toronto versus Detroit did blue versus red in 2014. That looked awesome. That was the one at the uh, big house. Yep. I think that'd be great. Bring it back. You know, I read that uh, Columbus, one of the things working against Columbus getting an outdoor game is that they would ideally they want to play in the whatever the name of the Ohio State Stadium is. The big huge the Ohio Stadium. The huge the stadium. Ohio the Stadium. Ohio State University the Stadium. Ohio Stadium. Uh, yeah. But uh, apparently that they don't that that venue wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't uh, let them host the game there because they don't want it's uh, they don't want that there. They would they wouldn't uh, allow it to happen. So that that takes away a huge uh, uh, venue for attendance that they would probably use. So that's one of the things working against Columbus apparently. I think that would be incredible. That would be a, a great place to see a game. Yeah, that, that and the fact that, really, again, Columbus is not going to draw a lot of people to watch that game at all. It's just yeah, but, I mean, it's Columbus. But, hell, put the Red Wings there. And you get the just the, the Michigan versus Ohio college rivalry will fill that building yeah. to watch an NHL. Yeah, game. you could even you, have the jerseys kind of mirror that. Yeah, you could. Oh, yeah, you could bill it as a as – a, 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 the the underlying story could be yeah the, the college rivalry spilling over into the NHL yeah I like that yeah that's a that's an interesting that. angle I like cool. that I, I would and not that it intrigues me a whole lot because I'm not a you know huge Michigan Ohio State college fan but uh, I can see where that would be appealing to a lot of people. Yeah. <clears throat> 
Well, uh, we've got plenty more to talk about, folks. Uh, and uh, don't worry, we'll be talking about Winter Classic until the time comes. So I'm sure the regular in upcoming shows, we will have plenty on the Winter Classic in 2025. Uh, we are going to take a break here, but when we get back, we'll talk about the Blues calling up a defenseman that this podcast at least thinks should have been up all year. Uh, we'll also talk about a new segment as well as the NHL returning to the Olympics. All that and more on the rest of this show. You're listening to Jeff, Kurt, and Bill on Let's Go Blues Radio. We'll return after these messages. We've all tried a diet or workout fad at one time or another, but it always ends the same, right? We either lose the weight and then get back to our routine, but then put the weight right back on, or it just simply never takes hold. It's time to move into a habit-based program that focuses on organization and simplicity. Rock and That Idea Life's Lean 30 lays it all out for you with the correct food to eat, how to meal prep, and even sprinkles in plenty of healthy recipes. With Lean 30, you'll get the full ID Life arsenal, including energy for that needed kick, a tasty nourish shake for your needed fiber intake, slim plus plus to help control your cravings and provide a metabolic boost lean capsules help bust those sugar cravings and ied nutrition gives you the added punch you need that takes the guesswork out of what supplements to take join the many who are seeing success and make this your last first day on a new program visit rockandthatidealife.com to get started and remember to email dustin at rockandthatidealife at gmail.com for an extra 10 percent off exclusively for let's go blues radio listeners start your transformation to the confident vibrant person you've always wanted to be with rockandthatidealife.com St. Louis hockey fans know how it takes a reliable captain and a team of hard workers to achieve major goals. As a police officer and a hockey player, realtor Mike Burgoyne would wear the C in any situation. As a leader in the home buying or selling process, Mike has surrounded himself with a team of trustworthy inspectors, lenders, and escrow officers that work together more cohesively than Hall & Oates. And as a member of many teams in his life, Mike knows the service are first responders, veterans, nurses, teachers, and yes, even you let's go blues radio listeners provide the community so he offers special rates to those individuals find the value in mike's leadership and teamwork today by emailing him at mike at strikewithmike.com or calling 314-753-4060 he'll work closely with you and only show you the homes that match your goals that email again is mike at strikewithmike.com or call him at 314-753-4060 and succeed with your new teammate today and now, back to Let's Go Blues Radio, the longest-running St. Louis Blues podcast with Price, Ponder, and Day. Well, uh, we've got some blues news that we'll talk about here to open up. Uh, first of all, I, it, this isn't in the notes, fellas. This came across a little bit uh, later Came across the, the wire? Today. It did. Uh, Justin Falk was officially placed on injury reserve by the Blues. Uh, they announced he has a lower body injury, and uh, I think we all saw when he came back from his last injury, we all questioned, my God, he does not look like the same player. Mm -hmm. um, but I have to assume, I don't see it in the in the press release here, and they usually say it. This has got to be a retroactive, right? Because he's been out since, what, uh, end of January? So it's got to be a retroactive, too, so he could come back sooner, possibly. I, but yeah. Maybe they just assume he'll be out a while, so they don't have to I think, do retroactive. Yeah, I think they can always go back and make it retroactive. So Yeah. So, Justin Falk was officially placed on IR, so because of this, the Blues have recalled 
Callie Rosen from the Springfield Thunderbirds. Uh, Jeremy Roth earlier today, friend, friend of the show. Yeah, we thought do. he was dead. Uh, Blues recalled Callie Rosen from the Thunderbirds. Likely means one of the injured defensemen, Falk or Perunovic, aren't ready to go. Perunovic was in a boot before the break. Uh, team is in the ice at two, so when we know then, yes. So that's clearly when Falk was announced to be on injury reserve. We don't know anything about Perunovic yet. At least I haven't seen anything. But uh, Callie Rosen is 30 years old. He's dressed in 44 games for the Thunderbirds this season. Having a good offensive year, as I think we all would have expected in the AHL for him. He's posted 25 points, two goals, and 23 assists in uh, 10 penalty and 10 penalty minutes. His 23 assists rank second with Springfield. Uh, he's appeared in NHL career high 49 games with the Blues last season, recorded 18 points, including eight goals and a team leading plus 19. Your team leader in plus minus has been in the AHL to open this season. Uh, still baffles me that this guy has not been up at the club all year. Arguably the best defenseman we had last season. Uh, didn't make the team out of I camp. think he was. Yeah. Um, and uh, is just now getting a look. So I was I was really disappointed uh, that Tucker was uh, on the roster coming yeah. out of camp instead of well, Rosen. Well, you knew because Baruby, for some reason, was in love with Tyler Tucker. Played him a lot at the end of the last season. Started him a bunch this year. We kept that. that remember, we well, were asking, why are we seeing Tucker over Perunovic? I, I didn't get it. I thought that, and it has changed. Uh, they've seen that Perunovic is the much better defenseman. Oh, my, it, it, but I think now we're going to see Callie Rosen is the better defenseman over Tucker. Perunovic was, it was never a question that Perunovic was a better defenseman. It was He, he is right, the more skilled player. So, right, to Baruby, it, it, was. it was all about size. For for yeah, Ruby with Tucker, yeah, and, which, and that's 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 why I was wasn't terribly upset when Ruby was shown the door, like that. That just at some point you have to evolve and embrace that. All the successful NHL teams these days have smaller, fast skating defensemen, and yep, you know it's it's how the game I, is right now. Well, when you when you err on the side of skill, you know you take a. Every t- if you got if it's oh this player or that player for a position, if you go with the more skilled guy, you're 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 gonna win more times than not. As far as like you know what I mean? As, oh this guy's bigger. Oh this, this guy's is tougher. Uh, no, go with the guy that has more skill. If this was twenty five years ago, I think that debate is valid. Sure. What would you rather have, size or skill? Size. You can body guys out of the net. You can beat the shit yeah. out of them and not get a penalty. Right. That's not the case anymore. It's all about skill and speed and being able to move the puck. Tucker is fine, but Perunovic is good at doing all those yeah. things. Yeah. Yep. Tyler Tucker is the Murray Baron of this team. The Garth Butcher. Excuse me. <laughs> you almost made me spit up my beer. <laughs> Did not expect a Murray Baron. Just as long as he doesn't, uh, you know, not block an Irisman slap shot from the blue line. That'd be great. Yeah. True. Yeah. Jump, jump out of the way. Yep. No, I'm excited. I'm happy to see Rosen get his chance. Um, probably. And, and, you know, we talk about how this defense has been better this year. Yeah. Probably the one defenseman that actually played well in a Van Ryn system. So we'll see how he does under the new Mike Weber. Yeah, system. good point. Yeah, because he actually yeah. played. Uh, you know, he wasn't amazing last year, but he was he solid. Was, yeah, it was. He was, and he was noticeably 
good compared to the how the rest of the defense was. So, well, I, I think he was competent, right? And that the rest of the defense really wasn't last year. Uh, yeah, and he, you know, he was just he brought it game in and game out. Always seemed to be on the right side of the puck, and if if he can figure out how to do that in the new system, no reason to expect that you know that he'll stay up the rest of this year. And he got involved defensively too last season, which was great to see. You get you get you get yeah, you get points did. from your defenseman. That's I mean it's a huge plus, especially when your your forwards and your offense has for some reason gone into long slumps this season as far as shots on net, you know, goals scored, you know, they, they have to be opportunistic in their chances to put up three goals in a game. You know, they have to get three goals on 18 shots, you know, so it's yeah. like, I mean, it, it, you can't rely on that. I and mean, we talked about that last week, uh, Hockman's uh, article about that wasn't really a sustainable model. Uh, right. So I, mean, I, I, you know, I agree to some degree. So it's, uh, uh, you do want to be pressuring more offensively because that, that's, you know, you're not going to keep scoring, you know, at, at that rate. I have a friend on my ice hockey team uh, from Toronto and uh, it was funny. I guess within within about a week, week and a half, um, the Maple Leafs last year played uh, the Hurricanes, the Golden Knights, and the Blues. And he said in, against the Hurricanes, Frederick Anderson shut them out. And then uh, against the Golden Knights, Phil Kessel scored, scored two goals. And then against the Blues, Callie Rosen scored the game-winning goal. <laughs> and he was just like, can you have a better trifecta of players that are from Toronto, like from the, the Maple Leafs to just come back and bite us in the ass. He's like, you kind of expect Anderson. You kind of expect Kessel, but Callie fucking Rosen. I was like, yeah, that kind of sucks, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, you know, he was, I mean, if you follow Callie Rosen last season, he had a good year. So, you know, mm-hmm. guys, I've got, uh, I'm very excited. Here we go. This is it. This is it. Everybody, tune up the audio. Listen up. Here we go. We are going to have our new segment. It is the Bill Days Save of the Week. That graphic uh, compliment to Kurt Price. That is beautiful stuff. For those of you on the podcast, you are missing out. <laughs> uh, so we will uh, we will move into our Save of the Week for Bill Day. Bill, here we go. Kurt, turn off your mic. We're going to let Bill handle all of this. <laughs> this is uh, from, I forgot, uh, I should have looked at that first. Right. Hang on. <laughs> that is from Joel Hofer against uh, Philip Deneau at 12-15 of the third period against L.A. in their second-to-last game before the All-Star break. Bill, take it away. We really should have rehearsed this. So, um, so. <laughs> Yeah, so we'll watch this for the first time through um, so everybody can uh, get their bearings with uh, how this play goes down. So um, really for me on this play, um, it it starts with Hofer being aware um, uh, of what's going on in front of him uh, and to the right of him, which uh, John Kelly wasn't. Um, 
uh, Kevin Hayes got high stick by Kevin Fiala down in the corner. Um, Pareko makes a pass up the boards to uh, Walker. Uh, uh, Moore pressures him, makes the turnover. Um, and Walker, I thought, did a great job of not giving a, an odd man rush going back the other way. Um, forces uh, know to make the dish off to Fiala on the outside. Fiala winds up with a one-timer. There's the one-timer. Rebound comes off of Pareko's skate right to Deneau. Kofer really, in in I think probably one of the things that we'll see uh, as a theme with this segment, um, if I get my way with it at least, uh, is uh, Hofer makes a spectacular save, making up for uh, overplaying. You know, that, that typically happens, right? The the fantastic saves are usually because you did something wrong prior to that. And I think that's kind of what happened here, right? Hofer uh, overplayed it. He uh, he Jake Allen's it and uh, is out of position. <laughs> but uh, but what what really, you know, what is so fundamentally good about right here, if you watch the push with the left skate in my day. Back when I played, um, you know, uh, coming up through the uh, the local minor hockey system, goalie skates were very, very um, different than player skates. Uh, very, very dull blades, um, and uh, they were flats. Right, we we wanted to be flat as possible. The skates today are completely different, right? They're, they are much more like player skates, much sharper. And you see this on this play. Hofer is able to stop his slide and push himself back across and makes a tremendous push right there. Right there's the push. Allows himself to get back to the middle of the net and cover as much net as possible. Thankfully, Deneau rushed the shot and put it back across the grain. He had a ton of room on the right side, but Hofer did what he needed to do to get back into position here and just highlight real save. Again, like I said, I, I think we'll see this a lot with the segment. Goaltending, like the highlight real saves, you're usually making up for a mistake you made. Mm-hmm. And that was the case here. Great job by Joel Hofer. Um Great, great example of modern goaltending. Uh, so, so far evolved uh, from when I played. And, uh, you know, it's kind of keeping me from really wanting to jump back in because, man, my groin hurts <laughs> watching that push. You know, it's funny is that the, the coverage the coverage in front of the net was actually quite good. No, uh, the, uh, yeah. yeah, the the way that, the way that the the team played and Walker, right? Walker makes the turnover, but he doesn't allow the the odd man break with uh, Hayes down in the corner, right? And Hayes is bleeding, hands to his face, and uh, you know it 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 just just really great all around coverage. Um, Pareko, uh, unfortunately, you know, kind of put it on a tee for Deneau with the puck coming off a skate, you know, not intentional. Uh, everything's bang, bang there, but at least yeah. his positioning was, was good. Right. No. He's, he's right there with him on him. Yeah. So. They, every, you know, the, the player most out of position, in this whole thing was Joel Hofer when, yeah. when he made, made well, that initial save kicking off it, to, to make the one-timer save. And if Preco is not positioned where he is, 
then maybe that shot's in a different spot on net too. So yeah. Yeah, absolutely. He yeah. he caused Dino to to have right. to rush that shot. Yeah, right, exactly. But uh, that that would have been if he would have scored on that. That would have been one of those plays where I think all three of us would have been like, "That's just a great positioning by Dino." No one to really blame there. Right, and um, right, and the context for this goal too. Right, the 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 game is tied at this point. Um, Dino had tied it late in the second um, with a great shot off the post. Um, this is, you know, uh, 7.45 left in the third. And, you know, he's making the save, allows them to get this game to overtime and win it. And I'm mean, just, just really an exceptional, exceptional game-changing save by Hofer there. I feel, I feel this much smarter with goaltending now. Thank you, dude. Bob. Think about this. We do this every single week. By the end of the season, we'll be like this much smarter, Kurt. Like <laughs> right. that much. Yeah. I mean, that's awesome. Which, which is, which is like a zillion times smarter <laughs> than uh, a portion of the fan base that uh, like likes to yell about goaltending, right? Online. I think it, if, in terms of the fan base, Bill's obviously top tier up there. But like, there's a fan base, Kurt, you and I, we're probably already like top two percent. Oh, I mean, I'll, yeah. It's you, because we pay attention and we kind of, we, we, you know, we played and we know, you know, stuff. And it's just, you know, I, I always find it funny when, uh, like I've always said the goal and this, it's a great reason to have this segment to break, break down by a bill who knows, you know, like you said, uh, more than most, it's like, uh, you know, there's a lot of people that don't know a lot about goaltending out there. So it's, and it's evident, right? So yeah. uh, it's it's time to go to school. Let's go Blues Radio with uh, Bill and his save of the week. And I'll say for for Bill as somebody who um, you know plays plays hockey uh, still and and having foot problems and just getting back into playing again, I had a situation where I was playing D and I went to slide and I had to stop because the guy kept coming and he decided to circle the net and I had to literally get up on one foot stop myself and then cut back the other way so I could still pick up the other guy in case he slid it in front. That's hard to do. That is so hard. And imagine throwing on 20 pounds of goalie gear and having to do that. I mean, that is not easy. So when you see that, if you know, and, and again, people who maybe are listening to the podcast didn't watch the video, go back, watch that play, uh, find this video on YouTube, find us on YouTube and you know watch bills breakdown and you'll see like he's literally sliding one way and then in one motion he has to stop and go back the other way that is very hard to do on ice i like the i like the reference to the uh the change in skates from from that era to back in the day to now yeah right no i i you know i i bought that uh the the modern pair of goalie skates two years ago and i'm i'm afraid to get on them i have i have yet to take them out for a spit because they're so much more like player skates but uh yeah i mean it it is entirely entirely different right there there were back in the day there were so so few guys who knew how to sharpen a goalie skate correct and i was fortunate enough um, to, to have Jim Richards in, in Cahokia, um, uh, played his son, Keith played with us. Um, um, sorry, Keith Richards, yeah, Richards, Richards, um, <laughs> that Keith Richards, I, wait, wait, 
I may be con- I may be conflating a couple names. I'm really old now, so um, uh, Sean Richards, Keith Phillips was was the Phillips were the other goaltending family. Um, yeah, Sean Richards and uh, yeah, Jim Rich- Tim Richards was the guy. Was I, it, uh, Wilson comp- Phillips. Uh, there are yeah. so many names coming out yeah. right now. <laughs> no, it was it was Tim Richards was the Zamboni guy. The only guy that I was ever confident sharpening my skates. Amazing. Richard Richards. Um, the yeah. Zamboni guy. Reed Richards. Dick Richards. <laughs> no, Tim Richards. It was it was Tim Richards and his son Sean. Um, Brad Richards. Yeah. Great uh, great names that I am butchering if, uh, from if, from if, Cahokia if, hockey history. If Dick is short for Richard, if your last name is Richards. Wouldn't your last name, short last name, be Dix? Look at those Dix. Does it work that way? Go suck a bag of Dix. <laughs> Are the Dix coming? Yeah, the Dix. The good old yeah, Dix. The, Dicks. the Richards's? No, it's the Dix's. Uh, yeah, Bill, I don't know if you saw that. Ken Morris brings up a good point here. Bill had a groupie asking about him two yeah. weeks ago. Did you know about that? I did not. <laughs> you had a female listener. Webster Groves, was, is that right? Yeah, from Webster Groves, who was yeah. very concerned about you not being on the show. Rick huh. kept you. asking, yeah. like, I just want to make sure Bill's okay. Are you guys telling me the truth? Is he okay? And, and we were it like, was re- yeah, it was, he's fine. He's just not here. It was revisited seven or eight times. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, man, I, I don't, I, I know, I, I know. A couple of people who live in Webster, but um, no, I'm drawing a blank no on her name. So, yeah. yeah, we thought we thought yeah. it was a it was a like kind of a joke, but then it seemed like they were kind of genuinely. Yeah, <laughs> no, it, we thought we actually. I'm all good. We think we think this is an AI person, like yeah. this is fake, and she kept responding like, "No, I'm real. I'm just actually concerned. Like, where is I, he?" And we're like, "I I will have fine. to go back and watch the show tomorrow night." Then, yeah. Yeah, it was later in the show. It was probably like the last half hour or so from two weeks mm. ago. So yeah, check that out. Yeah, so right. Dick Richards would be Dick Dix. <laughs> Richard Richards is Dick Dix. Dick uh, Richards, yeah, or Richard. Right, let's move on. Yeah, Bill, Richards. excellent job, man. That was great. I'm looking forward right. to more of these. I, yeah. I genuinely, yeah, like Kurt said, I like hearing you talk about being a goaltender and what it takes to be a goalie. I I've played goalie in inline hockey. I do not have what it takes. So I oh. love hearing stuff like this. The the people like crappy goalie who have what it takes to be an inline hockey goalie are, <laughs> are, you know, ice hockey goalies are a different breed. Roller hockey goalies are that much more demented. I don't understand it. Um, I said last week I played in line and, um, my my buddy gave up a goal. He he made a great save, but then the puck came back across, and he went to shift back. But as you know, you can't slide. You have to fucking literally step, and so it went right through his legs. Mm-hmm. And I well, said to him, and I go, problem number two thousand seven hundred and one. Why being an inline goalie sucks? Well, that's why you that's why you spray your pads of armor all before you get on the inline <laughs> surface. Oh I'm my sure which, god, which, which was what a goalie did. At the at local the, rink here at the Y, uh, that's yeah. nuts. Yeah, so yeah. as a defenseman or as a skater, you you go to skate through it, and you're like, "Holy hell!" And you're <laughs> slipping and sliding. It's like, yeah. fuck. Well, the uh, five thousand seven hundred sixty-two to have to play in that game. Yeah, <laughs> do you, uh, they they do have roller fly? I don't know if you guys are familiar with that. 
It's these basically these little uh, plates right. that you put on the insides yeah. of your pads, and they got little rolly balls on them. Yeah. So that way you rolly can balls. push, but it's still not the same. It's still right. not yeah. the same as sliding on ice. No, no, and that's I I could never make the make the adjustment. I I I think in my life I had one good gaming goal in roller hockey, and that you know what was you do. The, that was the uh, the game where uh, we went to shootout. Mm-hmm. Um, you were good that game. At we we, and we our, lost. Our team let you down. Could yeah. not score in the shootout. Yeah. God, that sucked. Yeah. Well, Kurt, you know why you didn't you just fake a slap shot and go to your backhand? I was suspended. I was watching oh, from the bench. I've heard of this game plenty of times. <laughs> it was Oglethorpe. I was suspended. He's suspended. Uh, yeah. So. Oh, and it was it was like the worst game to be suspended for because. Ah, uh, I mean, I was. Oh, God, it sucked. It was it was playoffs. It wasn't championship. It was. Yeah. Well, still playoffs. Whatever. Sucks. Yeah, it sucked. But uh, um, you needed Bill. You needed some of those. Uh, I think. I guess if you go with leather pads, that's probably a deterrent for inline. Mm-hmm. You need mm-hmm. something like remember Keith's Aeroflex. Yeah. Uh, the cloth. The, the 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 fabric. It's that probably yeah, slid, it's, slid it's, a lot better. It's um. Yeah. It's like the the ripstop nylon. Yeah, that probably slid. I mean, a lot better than leather would on the on the surface. I, so I was ring. I was wearing my uh, the the Guy Hebert Heat and Heat Light threes. Yeah, yeah. Um, that are still hanging in my garage today. Um, and there's actual Guy Hebert's pads, by the way. Yes, not just his yes. model. Yeah. Yes, I've uh, I think I've sh- I've shared a, a picture of those uh, on the show before. But I have a picture of you wearing them. Yeah, it's, uh, and uh, in line actually. Yeah, yeah. On a and yellow sport surface. <laughs> Uh, the bad ballpark. Ring. Well, what, whatever it was called at that point. Way to um, play. It was a bad, bad all right, way let, to play. Last, last tangent here uh, on this segment. Um, earlier before the show, when you – and by the way, those uh, on the podcast can't see, Bill has added uh, to his background there. He's got a couple goalie jerseys hanging up, Carey Price, Brian Elliott, and Patrick Waugh. Did you say those are your only goalie jerseys you own? It, it They are. They are. Oh, man, is. how do I have a more obscure goalie jersey than you? Yeah. You know what mine is? When my number one obscure, besides the Brodor Blues jersey, that one's pretty obscure. Obscure but, goalie. Blues goalie? No. Um, You'll never guess it. I'm telling you right now. There's wait, no way. Um, the uh, The guy that played for the Golden Seals. Byron Defoe. No, but... Bill is on to something. Yes, okay. he was a golden. Uh, it's on my golden seals jersey. Oh uh, man, it's a very common name. Yeah, it's and and actually, um, Lemieux. <laughs> no, it's a common name. Well, that is a common name, but that's not who it is. <laughs> actually, this 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 may be related to the uh, if we ever get together for our Christmas gift exchange. Yeah, that'll happen. They're sitting upstairs. This this is involved. This is is related. Really? All right. Well, the name is Gary Smith. Yes. Gary Smith. Oh, that common name, Smith. The Cobra. Yep. Yeah, I got his just because I wanted uh, that awesome, like, what is that? I guess, is it yellow, I guess? Gold? I guess it's gold. The uh, Golden Seals jersey. And I was like, what player am I going to get? I'm looking through the roster. I'm like... I could get Zach Parisi's dad, but then I remember reading stories about this Gary Smith and how, like, he was basically the only good player of their first season. And I was like, you know what? I'll get Gary Smith. Sounds good. (laughs) 
the uh, All right. Vegas Knights uh, slipped by the Coyotes tonight, three to two. Yes, they did. Yeah. All right. So, uh, big news for the NHL uh, this past weekend: uh, the Blues or the Blues, the NHL is going to return to the Olympics. Uh, they're also going to host something called the Four Nations Face-Off uh, next in lieu of the All-Star Game for next year. We'll get into that in a minute. Uh, so it was during a press conference on February 2nd, NHL Commissioner Gary Bettman announced the league had reached an agreement to send its players to both the 2026 and 2030 Olympic Games for the first time since 2014. Russia's uh, standing in the tournament has not yet been decided. The IIHF Council We'll meet next week to determine whether the country will be eligible to return to the 2025 Men's World Championship, excuse me, at which point they will issue additional updates. Russia has been banned from IHF competition since its early 2022 invasion of Ukraine for geopolitical reasons. If deemed eligible for Olympic play in 2026, Russia will qualify automatically based on their current world ranking. One of the driving forces behind the NHL's barring of players from attending the 2018 and 2022 Winter Olympics uh, dealt with uncertainty over insurance and travel costs for players. That's been settled. Those costs, plus other travel-associated costs, will not be fronted by the league. Instead, individual Olympic committees and the IIHF will provide funding for players to travel and stay at the overseas events. For the first time, the Olympic tournament will be played on smaller NHL-sized ice in 2026. Uh, the big thing for me coming from all that news is the, um, uh, the 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 settlement, I guess, between the travel and the insurance. For those yeah. who don't know, the Olympic Committee is one of the most um, corrupt corrupt organizations <laughs> in the world. Um, I don't FIFA. think there's any behind FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, yeah behind FIFA. FIFA. Yeah, like it is ridiculously corrupt. And so for them to actually say yeah, this money that we've been embezzling for hundreds of years, uh, we'll actually go ahead and send it toward uh, your players since you're allowing them to play. So the fact they actually balked on it surprised the hell out of me. But I'm glad it's happening. I don't know if you guys agree. I think you do. I like NHL players in the Olympics, so this is very huh. cool news for me. Sure. Is this is uh, Is this, like, are we on the verge of making an argument that Gary Bettman's a hero here? i i i mean whatever the the cost who pays for what whatever i i i uh i mean i get it that's one of the things that was prohibiting the the nhl from sending its players but uh what's most interesting out of all this to me is the uh, rink size now is is now on nhl size rinks so have, that's it. have you ever played on an Olympic yes. size rink, yes. it's it's yes. like it's like uh, cool. it's like uh, Steinberg. <laughs> uh, Chesterfield used to have an Olympic size rink, yeah. and we played one men's league game on that rink. And I remember my captain called the league and said, "Never put us on that rink again. It's, We're too old and fat." It's like yeah. playing on a lake, the entire lake. Right? Yeah. No, I I played uh, I played a a very brief like four game stint with the SAUE club team in 1999 um, before right before I graduated, and we played at uh, University of Illinois, and that was that was the rink that Bonnie Blair 
uh, grew up skating, you know, and the, the speeds, it was a speed skating rink and it, it like basically was squared corners and could not play the puck for shit. And then the other game we played wash you at uh, the Chesterfield Olympic size rink. Mm -hmm. And uh, my last action I saw, I came out to try to play the puck, throw (laughs) it back around the boards and uh, it died the quarter and, uh, I was way out of position. They say it is. It is a lot it longer behind awful. that net. <laughs> oh, awful yep. it's it, it's crazy, man. It's uh, you. It's funny because, like, for me at least, when I'd step out and it was like, "Oh, okay, this doesn't look so bad. Like, it's fine." But then once the game starts, you're like, "Holy shit, I'm way out of position!" <laughs> like, I gave that guy the entire length of the ice to skate up the boards. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's impossible for a defenseman to to get your back skating speed right mm-hmm. when they're coming across the blue line and yep. into the zone. Just impossible to me. To me, this this is uh, shocking. I mean, the, the Olympics have always been on like massive ice surfaces. You watch it on TV, you're like, man, there's a lot of open ice, and uh, that's gonna change the game a lot uh, for me. Olympic hockey, so I'm excited to uh, to watch that. It'd be more like, oh, it should be just like the NHL, NHL players, and NHL rinks, right? So, just good hockey. And so, um, yeah, yeah. I, you expect that the uh, the Latvias of the world will uh, lose uh, some of their um, international advantages. <laughs> what just happened to my bottle opener? God damn it! What what? I can't even tell what that is. It's a bot. It's it's a bottle opener. It just fucking broke. Is it plastic? I yes, yes, it is. Well, that's plastic. Your, that's that's your problem right there. It's also a flashlight. <laughs> is it also a clock? <laughs> it's also a clock. <laughs> oh, it's time for my date with Joey. Hey, hey, you got the reference. Nice, well done. Um. Now, Bettman said that uh, this agreement is part of a larger push from NHL for more international best-on-best competition uh, between his players moving forward. He said the league plans to rotate every two years between the Olympics and the World Cup of Hockey, which, you know, if you like hockey in the offseason, this is great news. Mm. Uh, so every two years there will be a tournament, uh, whether it be the Olympics or the World did, Cup of Hockey. Did they say it was going to be in the offseason? Or are they going to do? Because leagues are moving to that MLS style, where it's well, I guess soccer style, where it's <sighs> they have, they, like, have, like the NBA started to do that in season tournament. Right. Yeah, the right NBA now. did it. Um, yeah, and did you see what the, the did you see what the NBA named it today? No, the Emirates NBA Trophy, or it, but as in yeah. United. Yeah, no. So Emirates is like they're they're massive in in world soccer. Yeah, right, that that's uh, uh, Arsenal, uh, Kroenke's team. Um, so I'm thinking he had probably something to do with this, being the uh, owner <clears throat> of said. the uh, Nuggets. Uh, you know what? Uh, with 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 the nature of hockey being a physical, violent sport, um, I can see them being slow to go to the in season tournament. Um, you know, soccer's not. You know, like hockey, basketball is, yeah, it's not. Mulan? Well, I, what? Oh, Sorry. did I spell that wrong? <laughs> I spelled it like the Disney princess, didn't I? You did. You did. Mulan? 
Milan. Milan. Like Lucic. Lucic. Yeah. Uh, sorry, in the chat, so, I was on the podcast. I somebody asked what the country the uh, Winter Olympics is in, and I said Mulan, like the Disney princess. It is Mulan. Yeah, remember back, remember back in the day uh, when when some like players would opt out of the initial All Star game, and some fans would be like, "Good, I don't want them getting hurt." You know, just just for the stupid All Star game, which is like no contact and the guys coasting around. Um, an in-season tournament, country against country, where the uh, the level of hockey is as high as it will ever be. Um, that's gonna. There are guys that are gonna get hurt. Uh, oh. So I mean, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know about. Maybe they'll have it, but I, I, I can see them being real tentative about doing that. No, it's. It, yeah, sorry for the soccer rant, but. Liverpool just lost like in in the last month. Um, there there are two mid season international tournaments, the Afcon and the Asia Cup, and best player and you know, best striker in the Premier League this day is Mohamed Salah. Goes to play for Egypt, hamstring injury out through the uh, end of February. Liverpool top of the table and uh they're without their best striker through yeah. the thickest of games. Ah, it's it's terrible. I hate it. I'm I sorry. Yeah. Hate that. The 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 in-season tournaments strike me as strange. Like why not have it in the off-season? I I I get it if players like want to have time off, go on vacation, family time, whatever, but you can't take a couple weeks and do an uh an off-season tournament. Um delay the start of the season or, or shave the season by a few games to make, I don't know. Uh, off season sounds like a much better time. That way, any, any injuries might have a, a month or two to heal. Um, I don't know. It, it, we'll I'd be see. shocked if the NHL, I'd be shocked if the NHL does an in-season tournament. What that's why I think they're like, what if they that's did why it like th- as a precursor to the world junior championships, like early December, mid December. I don't think they would. I don't think they would do it at all. I think they would. I think that's why they're going to every other year Olympics and World Cup. I think that's why they're doing yeah, it that yeah, way. That would they have I, an off season tournament. I, that's that to me sounds fantastic. I, I like that idea. Oh, I, I love it too. I'm just yeah. saying. I I know that leagues are interested in that format that uh, the NBA just recently moved. Right. To. I'm sure it's yeah. a money maker. I'm sure it'd be good hockey. But I, I worry about injuries costing mm-hmm. teams a shot at the Stanley Cup too. So. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's it. I I think it's I think it's going to wind up happening, and I think it's going to be that, you know, like you know, get used to every other year All Star games, which is probably a good thing. I don't know if we're going to well, talk about that at all, but yeah, uh, uh, they have one yeah. next year. So yeah, yeah. So uh, let's talk about that. So to jumpstart that process of the uh, players going to the Olympics. In place of the 2025 NHL All-Star Game, the league will host the NHL Four Nations Face-Off, a tournament between players from the United States, Canada, Sweden, and Finland. The event will be hosted February 12th through the 20th in two cities, one in the United States and one in Canada. Uh, They have not named those yet. But uh, again, talking about in-season tournament, that's exactly what this is. Uh, Gary Bettman says, quote, we wanted to do something, but we felt that we couldn't get ready in a year for a full-blown World Cup. Uh, this gets us started and puts us on a schedule that I think everybody is not just excited about, but really comfortable with. 
Uh, just a quick note, only one active blue has Olympic experience. That is defenseman Justin Falk. He played for the U.S. in 2014. Do you know what's interesting about this? Russia's off this uh, and left off of this, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, this, is, uh, this, isn't, this isn't even IHF. IIHF. This is uh, the Four Nations thing. And so, you know, I, I assume it's related to their occupation, you know, their, their, their yeah. war efforts. So, um, yeah. And, you know, we've talked about this a little bit before uh, when, it, when it came up that about, you know, Russian players uh, uh, after the, the war started um, and how they were being treated and if they should be punished or not uh, by not being allowed to participate in things. Um, and really, I don't think you can look at it that way. You're, you're, you're punishing uh, the country uh, to participate mm-hmm. in this event that's based with, that has countries participating in it. Um, Let's so I, I, also not forget that the original ban for Russia was actually because of a doping scandal. They were giving steroids to their players. And that's why originally uh, Russians were not allowed to participate for Russia they were participating. What was it called? The uh, I can't remember what they called it. It was a the weird unified acronym. Team. Unified oh, team, right. Russian athletes yes. or something. Um, but yeah, they they could compete, but they why. couldn't compete under the umbrella the of Russian flag. Russia. Right. Yeah. Right. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Sochi was uh, just a you know they had a a a doping lab. That, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> So, but anyway, uh, so this tournament, I I love this idea. Actually, I think this is really cool, and I think, and I know we've had the uh, the the U.S. or was it um, North America versus the world back in the day? Uh, I hated that. I thought that was stupid. You had some weird players making that world team. Um, I think now, if you did a four six nation all star game and made it all weekend, that could be interesting. Um, but we'll talk about that. Another time, I'm sure, but I love this idea of this four nation face off mm-hmm. where it's, you know, you've got, you're going to get a US Canada game, you're going to get a Finland Sweden game. Like, I'm all for this. I love this. And players right. are going to take this seriously. Right. I mean, looking at the, the World Junior Championships, like those, those are pretty, pretty damn good. And then, you know, the, those rivalries um, and even, you know, the U.S. and U.S. and Finland have played some pretty high stakes games over the years. Um, yep. And, you know, so that's, it's pretty awesome. And you have to know, you have to know that, you know, a couple of years from now, you know, the, the next cycle of this, the, you know, uh, if they're going to call them team Chechia, like, like in, um, you know, the, the world juniors, but you getting the Russians and, um, you know, the Czechs back in the game, that's going to be huge. Yeah. It is a shame. It is a shame that the, that Russia is not going to be in this. Uh, yeah, they should be, uh, I mean, well, uh, talent wise, you know, they, they, talent wise, they absolutely should be in this, but it's, Look! Yeah, look at the, the top goaltending in the NHL today. Never, never thought that you know, like back in the nineties, you had you know Nabokov uh, coming up, uh, you know, and Javi Bulin um, towards the end of the nineties. Um, but you didn't have you didn't have great Russian M- Mikhail Stalenkov for the Anaheim Mighty Ducks, right? That there there just weren't those guys. But now Shesterkin. Right, that that dude, um, uh, Sorokin, 
Varlamov, top, top goaltending Vasilevsky, right? Vasilevsky. I can't believe I left him off, right? Yeah. That, that <laughs> really, you can make an argument that the top, that, um, you know, top five goalies in this, in, in the NHL are not from North America, Sweden, or Finland. Well, and that brings up a great point here from Winning Unlimited. Um, he says, who are the Canada goalies? And I, I'm sitting here racking my brain. Who are the best Canadian mm-hmm. goalies? Uh, he's, he has Bitter and Ingram. I mean, the fact that Connor Ingram right. is in this conversation is Pennington interesting is, as hell. Pennington is is in that conversation for the top two, three. hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. For, yeah. for sure. Right. And it, it leads into Bill's comment, the fact that this league right now in goaltending is being led by Russia. Uh, there's some Finnish. You see Saros, right? He's Finnish, or is he Swedish? Mm-hmm. No, he's, uh, he's Finnish. Finnish, you know, and you got Swedish goalies like Henrik Lundqvist just retired. You got, I mean, the, Georgiev the is rest of the world is, is starting no. to take. Georgiev um, is, what is he? Uh, he's he from is... Kenya, I believe. <laughs> Bulgaria? No. What is it? Bulgaria? Kenya. I'm telling That's you. Kenya. <laughs> no. Um, Bulgaria. China. Yeah. It is, yeah. It is Bulgaria. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Close. Yeah. No, it, it, it's, it is the, the future of like the, the prospects for international tournaments is, is so super high, but yeah, as far as the, the Canadian goaltending, right. I, if, uh, you know, next year I could see a, um, you know, Mark Andre Fleury, if he hasn't retired, right, he gets the nod because he's he's the old school guy at this point. Um, but you know, Bennington's who is that? I'm sorry, who did you say? Mark Andre Fleury. Mark Andre, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. if he's in the NHL next year, right? If if he hasn't retired at that yeah. at this point next year, yeah, um, that's an interesting and, call. And maybe, may, you know, I, it'll be interesting to see. Like, is 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 this? Uh, something that uh, he wants to participate in so much that that he delays his retirement and and yeah. gets there. I mean, there there is not a more beloved goalie in the league he, right now than than he, that guy. Right? He's oh yeah, celebrated you, everywhere. You think he'd he'd be on Team Canada? Uh, if if he wanted to play there, he would be one of the goalies. He he would make it over Stuart Skinner. I I think that would be a conversation where they'd say, Mark Andre, do you want to do this? And yep. I think he'd say yes. And because it would be a yep. we have guys that are probably just as good as him, but even having him as your third goalie, I mean mm-hmm. that that I mean, just for morale alone, having that guy in the locker room would be huge. Yeah. And I, I love uh, definitely got to be in that mix. <laughs> I think so too, hundred yeah. percent. Um, and I love Woodington Unlimited's comments here about the U.S. goalies. That's your Demko, Connor Hellebuck, Jake Ottinger. Um, yeah. something that he didn't even mention. Again, you talk about the veteran presence, the guy you could get, John Gibson. You know, uh, I mean, that's another one. Yeah, guy that <laughs> wound up at the wrong place at the wrong time in yes, his career. He did. Oh man. So interesting. We'll see. Um, oh my goodness. Winning unlimited. I don't think that's going to happen. He says, okay, with Doug as GM, do we see a possibility of Binner and Hofer on team Canada? Not for this 
four-team face-off. We'll see what Not happens by Olympic time. Yeah, 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 I mean, a couple of years, you never know. Um, yeah. But somebody on this team loves them some Hofer with as many games as he started this year. Yeah. Uh, and he, he's not looked terribly out of place, but uh, definitely not I, what we expected. I mean, he would have to be worlds on fire, taking the number one oh, yeah. spot going into this tournament uh, for, yeah. for him to, I think, be on this right. team for this tournament. Right. If, if Connor Ingram's playing at the same level that he's playing right now, for for the coyotes yeah no way no way i mean how much does he have to do with the coyotes still being in the playoff picture yep uh so potential blues could be on this four nations face-off uh team as of right now we'll see if any of these guys are blues at this time or at this uh the time this tournament takes place for finland uh kasperi kapanen for sweden oscar sunquist and possibly callie rosen depending on who's available Canada, you've got Robert Thomas, Colton Pareko, and, of course, Jordan Bennington. Uh, USA, you've got Justin Falk, Tori Krug, and Scott Perunovich, I think, is all potential players. They'll all be on a short list. But uh, I don't know. The ones that are surefire are going to make it, I might be speaking a little highly of him. I don't know. I, I think he does. I think Robert Thomas mm-hmm. is definitely on oh. Team Canada. He's for sure on, yeah. Yeah, I, I I count him as a top forward. Uh, if you consider the top twelve forwards in the NHL, dude, you put Robert Thomas out there with Connor yeah. Bedard. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ! Hell, right now Robert Thomas could could easily be a fourth line shutdown setter on a Canadian oh, yeah. team. A, yeah, say so his defensive know. game has improved so much. Yeah, yeah, just and put put him with other defensive not minded players and not. Jordan Cairo. Yeah. And then I'll say, I think Colton Pareko is another guy. I think all three, it's crazy to say, because you think team Canada is the powerhouse. It is. Does Craig Button have any input in this? Right. Craig Button's laughing at you right now. (laughs) I think right now, if you look at it and you know, maybe, maybe Pareko makes the team as the sixth defenseman, but I think you were one, two, three of, of surefire going to make this tournament. I think it's Robert Thomas. Jordan Bennington, Colton Pareko. I think all three of those guys could potentially make Team Canada, especially with Doug Armstrong as GM. Yeah, I it, it it's tough. I mean, so many so many good defensemen. Yeah, um, on Team Canada, um, but you know, you you kind of you, you know you wonder, um, you know, Dowdy's kind of in that same category as Flurry, right? Yeah. yeah, offer it to him, but is he is he going to play another year? Um, you know, he's. he's I think kinda... he'll still be in the league, but I think he'll probably be like, you know, it'll be. Do I just want this time to rest, kind of right. thing? Right, especially if the if the Kings are are close to to the playoffs, right, and and he's still with them. Yep. Uh, really very generous and nice comment here and true comment. (laughs) If I don't say so for myself, uh, Casey Gorak over on Facebook says, uh, I'm sorry, Casey. I don't, um, I'm not sure your gender. I don't want to assume it. Uh, you've probably heard it before, but thank you. Casey's a global name, right? Right. I know, Um, but just, just. I don't want to point out that you well, don't. I know. was going to say he said, but I'm like, well, they, just go they, just go they, and move I don't on. Know they. All right, you? They, move on. All right, let's oh do it. Oh my god, you probably heard it before. Made but it thank awkward. You. 
you probably heard it before, but thank you. Now Casey's never going to listen to the show before, or never uh, way to go. To the show. Losing <laughs> listeners left you, and right. You, <laughs> you've probably heard. I'm a dude. He says, "All right, good. Uh, okay. You've probably heard it before, but thank you guys. Move for your over show. there. Let me take over. The I've show. learned more about hockey from you guys than anything I've watched or read. Please keep it up. I really appreciate. it. Thank you. We. That is one thing when you go. Got it. Not going to mention Bill here because he wasn't at the start. When Kurt and I started the show, we said, man, part of this, I just want to be able to educate people about hockey. And so I'm glad we've been able to do that. I, I just wanted to talk hockey with with people because the sports radio, the hockey talk in St. Louis was non-existent. And the stuff that was out there was awful. It was just company fed bullshit. It was nothing yep. good. So, oh, yeah, it was it was, you know, I was like, yeah, just, you know, we, you know, I think we know what we're talking about. So I just wanted to, like, uh, have an intelligent conversation uh, with somebody on a, on a regular basis. And and uh, I think that's what we've done. So, right. oh, yeah. thank you. And, and when you guys offered me the opportunity to come and drink beer and talk hockey and <laughs> I have a whole lot of other responsibility, I, I was all over it. <laughs> it's, it's so funny. It's like I'll talk to my teammates, my hockey teammates about it, and they'll be like, Really, all you do there, honestly, is sit around, drink beer, and talk about hockey. And I'm like, yeah, it's the life. <laughs> like, it's fantastic. For me, especially, <laughs> since I don't, you know, I'm not allowed to touch the technical end of things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bill really has it made. <laughs> it's like DJ Joe that did the uh, that little uh, fun intro for us that time. It was like, uh, all I do is sit around and drink beer and talk hockey. <laughs> it's true. That is what we do. Right. Bottoms it's, up, baby. That's, that's uh that's it's not a hard commitment to make, I'll tell you. No, <laughs> no, it's not. Um, there are worse part-time jobs in the world. I will tell you that. Uh Robert Thomas was at the NHL All-Star game. He was uh, on Team was McDavid. He? he was apparently. I didn't do a whole lot. Um no, he was on Team McDavid. Uh he did not participate in the skills competition, which we can briefly discuss in a little bit um his first game of the all-star Neither game did itself. Nikita Kucherov yeah yeah right Zing. uh first <laughs> game he had zero points and two shots only he and Sam Reinhardt didn't have points in the first game for team McDavid uh they did win that game and in overtime so they ended up going to the championship game in the second game zero points two shots only he and Reinhardt didn't have points for Team McDavid in this game. So they're the only two players from the two championship game teams to have zero points. Um, I don't give a shit. You know, I well, he, I, I saw some people saying, oh, my God, how does our guy not even get a point in a tournament like this? It, I don't care. It's the same as if Austin Matthews would have put up 35 points in two games. I would have been like, wow, you put up 35 points against a bunch of guys who don't give a shit. So... I, I have no problem with him not having a great tournament. I mean, I, I it, for me, it was that he just didn't play right. well at all. He was looked terrible, I, and not and not that it matters. It doesn't. But I mean, everything was telegraphed. It, nothing was no creativity. It was just like you know, two on one. You know, he's passing, and it usually didn't connect. It's like I don't. Yeah. It, it, it is. It was just uninspired. Uh, not that he wasn't trying, but it's just the, the lack of creativity from him on his passes was just uh, disappointing. Now, whatever. Yeah. I mean, you, you want to see your 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 favorite guys and your blues players do well, even if the game doesn't matter. You want to see you want to see him look good. Um, yeah. And you're you're watching. You want to cheer for him a little bit. And 
it was just it was kind of a sad performance actually <laughs> yeah no i i have uh, you know the, the player that i have um you know compared him to most over his nhl career and thought at one point he was eclipsing him was matthew barzal and holy shit what a, what an all-star day yeah. barzal, barzal had right he, he they yeah, he is. Uh, yeah, he is uh, a couple levels above Thomas um, based on that performance. Um, you know, I, I think you know Thomas is still. You know, he's he's uh, still building up that that full eighty two game uh, stamina and uh, this this extra. You know, not getting that. That it's it's kind of it sucks for all of us Blues fans not to have Blues hockey for ten days, but this extra break getting a chance to to go will will be great for for Tomer. Um but yeah it it's Barzell definitely you know like I, I always want to make that argument Thomas is better than him coming out of this there's no way I can can keep making that argument. I I think I, you can't because it's a fucking all star game and I don't care. I think Thomas is a better player than Barzell overall. You tell me you watch you tell me you tell me did you watch the game? No. Okay. Did you watch so, so, eight hours of the game? If, eight hours <laughs> I take, didn't do that either. Did, so for those who, for those Blues fans that did watch the game, I was one of them. Uh, you know, you're watching the game. You're looking for Thomas. If you did watch the game, you'd be looking for, okay, when's Thomas on the ice? Oh, there he is. So That's the you, only time I'd pay attention. And, yes. and, 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 and you're paying extra attention. Because you'd like to see him perform well, because you're, you know, you're a Thomas fan. You want to see him do well. I mean, even though it doesn't mean anything, right? It's an All Star game. Who um, cares? But the it, last time I remember, I think it was Ter- Tarasenko was the last one I watched that he was in, and I did. Yes, I did do that. I was like, okay, wins ninety one on the ice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, but you know, I, I hope he had fun. I love Thomas. Hope he had fun, but he laid an egg during the game. Mm. He just didn't. He just oh, well. didn't do anything, and yeah, and it was unfortunate, you know. And whatever. And with it care. being his hometown, I think you kind of expect yeah, a little more too. Like, probably. Oh, it's my first All Star game. I'm just gonna pass to everybody else. I'm not even. I mean, he rarely shot. He had a few shots in the in the two games. But it's like uh, the 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 first game that Team McDavid was in was great. They scored two goals in the last was it 30 seconds to tie it, and then they Something won like in the shootout. That was cool. Uh, because they were down three to one or whatever it was, they're on my two goals, and they scored two in the last thirty seconds to tie it, and they won the shootout. That was pretty cool. That was fun. And uh, but Thomas was not on the ice for any of that. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, um, I, I overall All Star game, I liked it. I, I I've I've liked the three on three format much better than the the previous five on five. You know, twenty five to twenty six game they'd have. Uh, the three on three tournament for me so much better, even though. You know the first, you know, four fifths of the game, or or the two teams just kind of feeling each other out, kind of half-assing on defense and whatever. But then if it's close, the last few minutes, guys are kind of busting their ass. Yeah. So it's like, okay, so if you really if you watch the All Star game, just watch the last few minutes of a close game. Then you see guys trying, guys are back checking, guys are actually trying to win this game. So that's when it's that's when it's more fun to watch. When it's close and guys actually do care, it's it's weird how they just turn it on. Okay, I care now, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you see that? It, in... Go ahead. Yeah, I mean they're all competitive, and it and I, I, overall, generally, I liked it. Whatever. I mean, I I understand I I understand what it is. 
So I'll, a... I'll be honest. The only reason that I didn't even have it on, the they've changed. So it used to be skills competition Saturday night and then all-star game Sunday afternoon. They've yep. changed that. Now it's Friday night skills competition. Is it Saturday afternoon or Saturday yep. night? Saturday afternoon for the afternoon. Game. My Saturdays are shot. If the skills competition Saturday well, night, I'm like, I will do what I can to make sure I can watch it. Saturday afternoons are no go for me. Well, I, um, I didn't watch it. So I just, I, yeah, and then Friday I, night I had something going on where I had to miss it. And it was just, I couldn't, I literally couldn't watch any of it live. There are these yeah. things nowadays called DVRs and you can watch them. at your I leisure. know. But when I hear from everyone, I know how awful it was. I'm like, uh, okay, so yeah, I'm just not going to watch usually, it. I'm usually off, uh, off the grid if I'm recording something I want to watch later. So yeah, I, uh, I watched the skills comp in the morning, um, Saturday morning. Um, just, I, I, Caught a couple of clips on on. What do you think about it? And uh, yeah, I mean, it, it's. Uh, I I just I didn't I didn't like it all that much. I um, hated. I it. mean, when they brought the goalies on, you know, I I thought that that was better. But you know, come on, goalies second class citizens. We can <laughs> only make a hundred thousand when it's not... when they were basically giving McDavid who created the competition with yeah. his off-season workout well, a million dollars but how many how many how many Come events on. were the goalies in they weren't in all the events they were right. right yeah one. right in that so, bullshit well yeah, i mean no, you no, get the 100,000 it's, hey, it's I, here's the thing i i lie. i i watched it i liked it i was like i thought it was far better in the past couple of years with the stupid no. shooting a surfboard you think shooting a surfboards on the beach is no? I'm are? saying actually having the hardest shooters and the best accuracy mm-hmm. shooters, having them involved is better than what I saw oh, last well, weekend. So okay, that's that's a different discussion. I think and, you know it's the same discussion. It, no, as far as who's competing, that's different than the actual events. But that's my problem with it is you're not okay. actually having the hardest shooters compete. I, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I, Okay, personally to me, I don't care if the best of the best in the NHL are competing in the skills competition. What I honestly, I'm watching it. These are all high level players. They're not, maybe not the best of the best in in each particular category. Um, but you're never going to get that, really. I mean, Ally Afraidy, yeah, he was. How good? I mean, okay, there are some players like Pareko, for example. He has one of the hardest shots in the NHL. He's not gonna. He 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 he's not shooting, and it's only who are voted people players who are voted in. So, and not necessarily the fastest skater or the hardest shot are in there anyway. But with that said, uh, the players that are there, they're still very good players. And to me, it's just the competition between those players and who's going to win, who's fastest among those players, who's uh, doing these events the, the best with those players. But so I got that, into it a little me, bit w- and, and, in that respect. And I understand what you're saying. But I that, get it, that, that eliminates that, the whole idea of an all-star game. It's the best But of it's the always best. been that way. But you've no, owned, but it's you've never been the best of the best. you a select few of the best of the best. That's always been the case. But no, not in the skills competition. I'm saying sure. the fastest having, skater. No, 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 how no. often? How often do, does each team send send their fastest no. skater? Wait, okay, that, no, that happened. That happened one time 
And but, I actually really, really like that. Yes. You know, every team, every but, team had their skills competition and, that's a diff- and sent, sent, well, it, that's fine. I think it was, it, they didn't send their best. It was the top five in every category Should. across the league. I like that gives the opportunity it's more democratic yeah, it okay. gives opportunity yeah. to you know to the murray barons of the world second murray baron reference Stop with the murray baron <laughs> should should colton Pareko be in an nhl hardest shot competition yes has he ever, if has he ever been if he wins the blues competition he should be right and okay. and well, is better but, than but my point is six other people. My my point is, is that there are guys that might have a top five harder shot in the NHL that aren't going to be in the skills competition because they're just not right, great but, players. Okay, my point is more that the all stars that are there, mm-hmm. like okay, let's talk about the passing competition because because that's the easiest one to to for us Blues fans to talk about <clears throat> the passing competition. Robert Thomas should be top five players to be in that competition. Sure. But he's not even fucking dressed. He's not even right. playing. And and, and so was, me, and it's was like it said, we're not was it, seeing the best passers. I I and I, I understand. And but look at how bad Barzal was at that. I yeah. I understand you're not seeing the best of the best initial, but you're probably not seeing the even if even if other players there, it's probably not necessarily but the what best I'm saying of the is I want to see the best of the all stars that are present. And we didn't see that. You're well, telling and, me that if they would have had everyone dressed, Robert Thomas and Sidney Crosby wouldn't be in the passing competition? That's but, what I want to see. Was it ever said if Thomas would opted out? No, but I mean, right. I, I'm, yeah, he, he, but, I don't, it, but it you can't claim he didn't that play. that wasn't the case. You can't claim that like, well, they asked Thomas and he said, no, we don't know, but I'm telling know, you, you they, they said either. up against at the start. We're only going to have 12 players doing this. Yeah. I'm going to guarantee Which I didn't... you Robert Thomas was not one of them they asked. Well, I don't, you don't know. I don't know. He's not, the, he's not a name enough. I'm just, I'm just saying, I, I don't, it, to me, I, I, I put that aside. I, I understand what you're saying. I would have loved to have seen Thomas in the passing drill because he is one of the best passers in the NHL. He absolutely should have been in it if you're trying to see who the best passer amongst the NHL All Stars is i get it but for what it was the 12 players um, you know that competed i just enjoyed the competition between those 12 players to see who was the best amongst those 12 players i thought it was entertaining i liked it you mean i didn't like the 11 that tried was it 11 oh yeah yeah the 11 that tried yeah yeah well and, and that's another thing is that a guy like kucherov who didn't give a fuck Right. And he and he that that one competition he just coasted and just acted like he was put out and didn't want to do it because he fucked up early on it. It's like you know what, uh, you you could have opted out. You could have said nope, I'm not doing uh, the skills competition at all. You can't make me. And they would have put somebody else in his, in his spot. But no, he did it. And if you're gonna do it, you're representing your team. You're representing your city. Uh, you have there's an obligation to go out there and put a good effort out. He didn't do any of that, and I thought that was embarrassing to him and the city and the team. I thought that was I was I was like, dude. But I'll say, Lightning fans loved it from what I saw. They thought I, it was hilarious. Really? Yeah, because of his personality. Because that. that's 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 the way he acted after they won the cup. 
he was they were drunk asking him questions no and he was just it. like, oh, I don't give a shit, you know? Well, and people, I, that's what, that's what lightning fans were saying. He was, he might've been drunk for this competition. Well, it, it, that's the case. I thought it looked terrible. And uh, uh, they even made a comment on the broadcast that McDavid uh, looked put off by it. You know, he didn't care. For my, my favorite part about it is so again, like Bill, I didn't watch it live uh, Saturday night. I was just sitting around and I just flipped on NHL network and I saw, Oh, they've got the skills competition starting. So I actually watched the start of it. They left out all of Kucherov's stuff. <laughs> like they cut, they like, so like it would go to commercial and they'd come back and be in the middle of a competition. And they'd be like, we already saw Nikita Kucherov do this. And I'm just like, Oh, so you're not even going to show it. So like NHL See, was like, it, Nope, we ain't even going to show it in replay. If you pay, if you paid money to go see the all-star game, uh, the, the skills competition, and you saw a player turning that kind of like I don't give a fuck performance. That'd be that'd be annoying. I'd be like, Ooh, come he on, got dude. booed. Oh, he, he should have. He did get booed, and he should have, because that's like you know what? At least I mean, I get you know you see players who like screw up during a drill, and they'll finish it, and they 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 finish it in a way that we're not they're not giving hundred percent, but they look kind of disgusted, and they're 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 still trying a little bit. Kucherov was like. I don't know how to describe it. It was just like a lazy, uh, uh, just going through the motions. Uh, just it was. It, it had a really bad look. I didn't hate it. I, I'm not going <laughs> to tell you that I. I thought it was, I'm I, not going to tell you that I loved it. I'm not going to defend what he did, but I'm just going to tell you I just didn't give a shit. Like no, see, I saw what he did and I laughed. I was like, okay, yeah. so he cares as much as I do about it. Well, I just thought I, I, if it would have been a Blues player, I'd have been embarrassed. I'd have been ashamed of him. I'd have been like that. I wouldn't that, have cared. Uh, that's I. You're representing your city, your team, but you know, I guess uh, you and I look at that differently. I. Well, okay, let me put it like this: If it was Robert Thomas, I think I would have cared because I would have been like, "Okay, dude, you're like kind of an unknown to the NHL still for some ungodly unknown reason." So I'd like to see you give it your all. But if it was like Jordan Bennington, I'd be like, "Yeah, good job, buddy." Like that's funny. No, I, that'd be that. That's I think of all people, Bennington to half-ass something. That oh, would just bring villain. the haters out of the. Oh yeah, exactly. Just, that, he's a villain. That's why. Yeah, but no, that well, I, that's not why. I don't I, think I, he'd he, ever get Jordan Bennington into an NHL skills competition unless there was goalie fights. He he <laughs> right? won the he, he won wants the, that and nobody will give it to him. Right? He won Flurry the, wanted to give it to him and, and the linesman. Well, he won the goalie uh, aspect of it then uh, in twenty. So yeah, yeah. he was that was that the goalie goal? Was that what he did? No, the uh, saves, the breakaway. Oh, saves the saves. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But they didn't count it right. Remember, they were off, but he still won it, didn't he? I I don't remember exactly what happened, but I remember being like, they didn't like. He should have. I think he allowed a goal, but they let him keep going. And they were some. I can't remember exactly what happened, but we talked about it on the show. I remember being like, they didn't count that right. But yeah, he won. That's all that matters. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, uh, Michael Bublé, that was my highlight of the All-Star Weekend. Uh, I referenced it a ton in the open of the show tonight. His quote, uh, and he said a couple, excuse me, a couple funny things. Um, but the one thing he said on the stand, my buddy told me, this is just a microdose of mushrooms. And he was lying. So I'll be, I'll be honest. I thought I was in blades of glory for most of the time that I was out there until it sort of settled down. And then I realized, holy shit. I'm at the NHL All-Star game. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's cool. So funny. 
That's cool. Will Arnett gave the gave uh was interviewed and and gave us a, kind of a uh, a similar like oh my gosh there's so many awesome you know players around here he's like aw you know and just seeing seeing like a big uh, a star like that um just in awe of like hockey players uh this is kind of fun and neat and he's like he's yeah. like they're they're kids out there you know just uh mm-hmm. meeting these people so that, that was kind of fun I like that a lot and I I didn't mind I, I loved the whole honorary coach captain whatever they were uh on the bench uh I thought Bieber being on the bench was kind of a Joe Elton John joke, but um, with his huge ass coat, I thought, yeah. okay, whatever. Uh, but yeah, I, I mean, it was, I, I thought it was kind of neat. Yeah. But, but even Bieber was respectful of the game, right? Like, sure. No, I, I, this, I get it. Is, I get it. No, yeah. it was, I, I he's, he's a hockey guy. He loves hockey. I, I get it. But, yeah. and one of the, one of the greatest things was that, that, um, you know, the, the pro-am game where Pronger plastered him. That's yeah. one of yes. the greatest photos <laughs> of the last 15 years from hockey. That's the greatest yeah. photo in hockey since the, uh, since Orr getting tripped, scoring <laughs> yeah. the cup winning goal. That's a great. One. Um, I uh no I, I I will I don't know if you guys saw that Buble did say later on Instagram somebody said like you know you come down off those shrooms and he was like for 20 years I've been making jokes like this I don't know why people don't know that I was kidding and I'm sorry I sorry Michael I know you listen to the show you're a big fan um I look at his eyes in that press conference if you've ever seen someone on shrooms I'm sorry I think he was on shrooms <laughs> He, he, he had the look. Oh yeah, I think he was. I really do. Uh, and you know that, yeah. Maybe maybe in uh, ten years, if we're still doing this show, we will we will have a local shroom dispensary sponsoring us. <laughs> I, I think the the world needs to go towards that. Well, Michael Bublé seems a little more classy than Kucherov, so. I don't, I don't know. know I don't think I don't think I, you go behind the microphone. To all uh, you know. I think he's a guy out. who likes to party. Shh. Personally, I, you know, shrooms maybe. versus vodka, right? I don't know. I I heard the interview. I didn't. I didn't think that. Uh, I just thought it was. I just thought it was funny. I'm telling you, look at his eyes. So your pupils get extremely dilated, where you don't even see, see the color pupils. in your eyes. The camera was like 20 feet away from him. It's see. a fucking 4D camera, dude. Check it out. All right. <laughs> As okay, yes, baked beaver. And yes, I know for a fact this man is a professional. As a professional and expert opinion, he was tripping balls. I agree. I'm with you. Trust, he was high as fuck on something. Yeah. Maybe it wasn't shrooms, but he was definitely on something. So, yeah. I'm with you, Beaver. I've never done shrooms in my life. Of course not, ever. I didn't do it within the past year. Um, But, yeah, you can tell. It, It was pretty obvious. Uh, Big Beaver tells you, Kurt, to challenge the play. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I didn't, was an- in a crease. <laughs> I didn't analyze the interview. I, I saw it um, and I didn't I didn't think anything of it, but OK. No, <laughs> not worthy of an argument because I don't think you care that much. I mean, but... I just I didn't uh, I didn't uh, notice. So I don't know. OK, yeah. Uh, well, uh, next up for the blues, uh, Saturday at Buffalo at noon. And this is annoying. I hate this. I don't mind the afternoon games, the back to back afternoon games drive me crazy. I hate those because that just tells me, well, Saturday and Sunday, you ain't doing shit. You're gonna be sitting on your couch watching the blues. Uh, Jesus. I didn't, I didn't realize that Saturday at noon, Sunday, Saturday, Montreal, 
Montreal, Sunday at Montreal always at plays Super Bowl Sunday. Right, that's the thing. And I guess this is this is the first year that the Blues are are getting that game. So, yep. Why yeah, do the Canadian teams always play the afternoon of uh, Super Bowl? Yeah, the... but they always go to uh, to, to the one like uh, super schwanky steak place to to watch the Super Bowl, and it's a huge party. But why does mm. the baked beaver always say Kurt challenge the play? When that discussion, that argument we had, the debate we had, you were the one wanting to challenge the play. I was the one saying, no, don't challenge that play. I just, I don't know. I think he's just. He's, I think he's got it backwards. Clearly, Baked Beaver is on shrooms right now. Okay? Clearly, because he's backwards. He's baked. You were the one that he's, wanted to challenge that play. He's for, a Buble supplier. Yeah. <laughs> the baked the baked Buble is what he should change his name to. <laughs> Uh, so again, Saturday at Buffalo at noon, Sunday at Montreal at noon, and then Tuesday at Toronto at six o'clock St. Louis time. So yes, that is the uh, Northeast swing. I believe they come home on Thursday. Uh, I don't have that on my notes, but uh, I do know they play on Thursday. I think they're coming home. The Northeast uh, Northeast road stand. Yes. yes, the road stand, the, of course. The road stand. So, uh, pull the uh, pull the Ken Morris last question up in the uh, you know make that front and Got center. It. Got it. Yep. Uh, the Bill answer... Day, if you could only add one more goalie jersey your collection, who would it be? Like, can Can Kurt and I guess first? One more ever. One more ever. One more ever. I will let okay. you guys take a guess. All right. Let, all right. Uh, okay. So you've got. Okay. Oh, I know who it is. I know who it is. Oh boy. Um, you really? Oh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, Liut. Yeah, it's Liut Blues jersey, right? So, I I will go one beyond that. So that 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 is actually that is actually on order already. So I count it as in the in in the inventory uh, in in the inventory. So the one after that. Okay. Pelly Lindbergh, thirty-one Flyers jersey. That's a okay. good one. Okay. Uh, home or away? Uh, the white. Uh, nice. The, the yes. home oh, the old of the home. era. Old homes. Yeah. 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 Nice. Yeah. Nice. I I respect that. The home of the era. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Big Beaver makes a good point here. He says, I'm yelling because you should have challenged. Me and Ponder agreed we would oh, have. Oh, no. You're, you're both. That actually. That shit. That crazy. I don't even remember what the play was, but you're wrong, Kurt. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> you. I'm not going to do it again. Uh, I, I'm right. <laughs> I don't even remember. It's I, I am so right. It's not even funny. You're wrong. <laughs> Fuck you. What do you know? I'm not going to debate you, Jerry. Not going to debate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> not getting sucked back into this. Only to just prove I'm right again. I've already done it. No, you're wrong. Whatever it was about, you were wrong. Um, rapid fire tidbits from around the NHL. Uh, something happened to very unfortunate to uh, Mikhail Sergachev. Uh, he had a bad injury. So Sergachev skated toward Ale- Alexis uh, Lafreniere from the New York Rangers midway through the second period, and the Rangers forward reverse hit him. Sergachev's leg bent as he fell to the ice, and he immediately let out a scream of pain. Officials blew the play dead, and Tampa Bay players quickly gathered around their teammate. He remained crumpled on the ice for multiple minutes. The play took place near photographers who Tampa Bay's Eric Cernak tried to wave away with Sergeyev down. Uh, his ankle looked broken. It was uh, it was 
pretty pretty nasty. Uh, just a, a really nasty play. Real quick here on the reverse hit, the idea of the reverse hit. We've ever talked about um, the idea that the reverse hit could be interference. Mm-hmm. I don't we think we've talked before? about it, but but it totally, because, totally yeah, I, could be. That's a discussion that that you could have in a, in a debate as far as because you're hitting like I haven't even thought about pop. that. And yeah, a lot of times the player that is doing the reverse hitting, the puck is gone too. So it's like, yeah, he's like, you could say he's over bracing for the hit, but he's actually dishing out a hit. So yeah, I mean, you could, I'd like to have a discussion sometime about whether that's yeah. uh, interference or not. That's a, yeah, I, we I think a, uh, Steve got called once or twice for interference using it. Hmm. We should career. get an NHL ref on here, a former NHL ref that's not from St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. like that yeah. One that let's... one that didn't have to retire in disgrace. Yes, yes. Let's, let's, uh, let's find um, uh, Carrie Frazier. Let, let's bring on the hair. Oh, yeah. yeah there you go. The there one that go. said there's never been a uh, makeup call? Ever? Never been a makeup call. No, I also never saw him fixing his hair during a game before. The one who Bob Basson threw aside so he could continue fighting. Oh, yeah, that was great. Um, So uh, Sergachev was playing in his first game since sustaining a lower body injury on December 19th against St. Louis. Um, And uh, I don't know if you guys what uh, have anything else to add to the injury because I was going to talk about his post. Well, I was just going to say that. Uh, anybody who's played ice hockey, you know, when you, you know, get knocked down or whatever, uh, there's sometimes your your the toe of your skate kind of digs in and it gets caught, right? And if you're getting if you get knocked down backwards and then your foot it finally breaks free and you and your foot comes out. If it doesn't break free from the if it sticks in the ice and stays and you go backwards on your butt or on your back there's a chance you're screwing up your knee, your ankle, you're hyperextending mm-hmm. something, you're breaking something. Um, and this was bad. It, it stuck in, it dug in, it didn't move. And it just, yes. his whole white, his whole weight came down on his foot, cutting edge, bent the wrong way. And it was just, and this is, I talked about this uh, two weeks ago, at, uh, or last show, I guess, my pickleball tournament, the guy that broke his ankle in two places, two places, this exact same thing happened in pickleball. He was, he went down. His whole body came down on his ankle, uh, f- collapsed underneath of him, and it broke his ankle. It's just it's, 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 if you haven't seen this replay, brace yourself because if you do want to watch it, because it 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 hurts to watch. It's I mean, I'll tell you, if you're squeamish and something like this bothers you, don't watch it. It's it is it's not like the the um oh uh the Joe Heisman. Um, but Joe Deisman, Deisman, but it's, it's bad. It's not the Clinton Lord Chuck, but it's, it's bad. The, the Curtis Foster femur injury. Have you seen the the Tony Kukoc? Tony Kukoc, the Bengals, uh, lineman in the Super Bowl. Look that up. Mm. He, he breaks his, uh, his leg. And as he's kind of rolling around, it's flopping in the air. Yeah. Yeah. It's gross. That, oh, I do remember that one. Yeah, that one's bad. Yeah, it was a Bengals. This isn't that, but it's still not good. Yeah, it's not. That, it's, but you could but you know what? When it does, when it does kind of uh when the skate does kind of free itself from the ice, the way it jerks back, you can tell it's broke. Mm. Yeah, yeah, it's like broke. a spring. It's like yeah. a spring. It like just, it's just fucking it, shoots it moves back weird. out. Yeah. Yeah. It's oh, God. and I'll say, man, you, you talk about that. Anyone who's done that, like it 
Yeah. Uh, but I don't know if you've had that situation. It's scary. But it's scary. I've, I've had a situation where I've gone into the boards and me and a guy collided, and I could feel as I'm falling backwards, my skate is stuck. And, like, it's it's like time slows down, and you're just yeah. thinking, oh, my God, I just got to get my skate loose. Like, just yep. get your fucking skate loose. Yep. And luckily, every time I've been able to, like, kick my leg, and it'll kick loose. But, yeah, for usually Jeff, it does. unfortunately, he couldn't right. do it. Yeah, usually yep. it does. But every once in a while... It doesn't. <laughs> yeah. And this was one of those situations. And it's unfortunate. I mean, the dude just came back from an injury from December. Yeah, the, the, and he the, goes right back on the and he had to be stretchered off. It was not good. Yeah. I had this game uh, on so, and I and I and I was like doing other stuff. And I came back into the kitchen when it was on, and all of a sudden they're stretching him off. I'm like, oh, what the hell happened? Yeah. Yep. Uh that's that well, that's actually kind of what happened to me with the not to change subject here, but uh Jay Bowmeister. I literally went to the bathroom, and the Blues were up one nothing. I think, at that time. Barbashev, I don't know why I remember that, but I think Barbashev had the goal. And I was like, all right, it's, it's, you know, it was one of those things. I'm like, I can't wait. I'm just going to go pee real quick. And I went, came back out, and I'm like, why the fuck is the game stopped? Why are they all hovered around the Blues bench? And it was like, like the announcers weren't talking because Pang and Kelly were so freaked out. And I'm like, what is happening? Yeah. And then Dunn. I just jumped on Twitter and I'm like, whoa. You watch, you watch Dunn and Dunn is freaked out. Yep. Uh, he was right there. And I was on the treadmill. I was watching the game on, on DVR, uh, as I do a lot. And I was, and Amy had texted me and said, are you watching the Blues game? Oh my God, something bad just happened. Yeah. And I was like, no. I mean, I was, but I'm like, no, I'm on watch on delay. And I always get mad at people when they like, give something away when I'm watching. <laughs> and uh, I said, no, but thanks. Now I'm, now I'm like yeah. waiting for something to happen. Yeah. And then uh, it happens. I'm like, Oh fuck. I was not expecting that. Yeah. That was uh that was something I was, I was expecting like an injury, like an injury on the ice or, or uh, you're, a terrible you're never goal against expecting or what happened to Bo Meester. Not expecting or, an, a near-death experience on right. the ice, no. Richard Zednick, no. Yuri Fisher, you're never no. expecting stuff like no, that. No, the, the Russian player, that uh, the Rangers prospect in Russia that died. Uh, Sharapanov. Sharapanov, yeah. Yep. 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 Well, anyway, so Sergachev, uh, after this game, uh, I think it was that night uh, he posted... Oh, man, why me? Why now? After all the games missed, coming back and getting injured again feels unfair, feels terrible. Trying to stay calm and positive, but it's impossible. After doing everything right, I get this. The universe is unpredictable, I guess, and has its own plans. But fuck the universe, man. I know I'll come back stronger, and I know I'll play better than before. But it's tough right now, and it's going to be tough tomorrow. We all fight our own battles, and this is mine. I'll win. Always do. Pain meds are good, though. If I was in the <laughs> forest by myself, I'd be dead. Crazy, isn't it? Uh, wanted to write how I feel here. Don't know why, but just wanted to let people uh, that care about me know I appreciate all of your messages. Thanks to the medical staff. Uh, one, my thoughts here. Uh, one, he was high <laughs> from the medical, from well, all yeah, the, the fucking the shit they meds. got him on. The pain meds. And, and off, two, man. I love just his candid his candor here i love him just going on social media and posting exactly what is in his head and it's just goes to show like that these guys you know again you you know we think of these guys as warriors we think of them as not people you read this and it's like again like and again i know i'm a fucking stupid men's league player but like when i knew i was going to be out for 
four months. Well, I didn't think it was going to be four months. When I knew I was going to be out with my latest injury, I was like, why me? What the fuck? What is happening? I'm not that old. Why does this keep happening to me? And so I just, I could relate so hard to this. And it's just this poor guy, you know, like, you're just like, God damn it. Poor Sergachev. That just sucks. The, um, his comment about him being in the forest, if he was in the forest by himself, he'd be dead. That was like, <laughs> that, that's, that. that's what tips you off that he's totally yeah. fucking high. Right. Pain meds are good though. Uh, and, and, but you think about it, it's like, yeah, if he broke his ankle like that and couldn't really move and he was in the forest in the middle of the woods by himself with no way to get to civilization, would he die? I don't know if he'd die, but, uh, He'd be in trouble. <laughs> oh yeah. <clears throat> well, yeah. my my sister was um, hiking um, somewhere in Washington State once, and um, she was walking up the hill and she saw this bear cub, and she was like, "Oh my god! Oh, cute little bear cub!" And she's like, oh, "Wait a no. minute! Oh, if no. there's a bear cub around, yeah, you, there's a bear mom's mama. around somewhere, Move and she your looks ass. to her right, and there's this fucking bear just oh. staring her down. Oh. So she just calmly like walked up the hill all the way she could, and oh, then fuck. she could see both of them. And she just she said How? she's like at that point I just had to wait. Like I just what? was like I'm gonna wait until they leave. Black and bear, she, brown bear, black bear. Okay, yeah. Well, at least it wasn't and, a brown bear. Yeah, so she said she she said she just sat on top of this hill for four hours waiting for these yeah. bears to leave because she's like, if I walk back by that cub, that fucking bear is gonna kill me. And you can, well, you just think about like yeah. a bear attack or something. It's like if I get attacked and I survive, I'm not going to survive at the end because yeah. there's no one here. Like I'm just gonna be here for days until someone finds me. I mean, depending on the person, you can they say you can fight off a black bear because they're smaller. But right. uh, the other brown bears, whoa, they will they will rip you in two. My sister is weak as shit. She did not find out. <laughs> well, you know, if you if you're if you're if you know if you're fighting for your life, maybe something comes out in a person. You never know. Maybe I doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> maybe I doubt she's, it. She's four years older than me, and I could take her when I was ten. Uh, <laughs> I don't think black bears are as aggressive either. So there's that. Well, they might be a little bit when you're close to their cub. Possibly, probably. You're right. You're probably yeah. right. But uh, like, uh, but I, yeah, I, yeah, moments I, like that, man, that's scary as hell, you know. And because like I've been in a situation where I went hiking with my wife years ago, and I, you know, I just sprained my ankle. I I tripped and sprained my ankle, and I thought if this thing was broken. She wouldn't be able to carry me back to the car. Like she would literally have to leave. And then uh, go find suck. someone, and they have to come back and find me. Uh, suck it up and uh, fashion a crutch out of a of a stick and a branch, and <laughs> yes, just, and uh, you can make well, it. Back. I'm such a man. I get some just leaves. Get some I leaves. Just take, I could have just taken a whole tree trunk and just picked it out of the ground sure. and used that as yeah. a crutch. Just rub yeah. some dirt on it. It'd be fine. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Uh, anything else to add, guys? Nope. Fun show, boys. <laughs> Yeah, fun show. Blues play Saturday. Let's go. Yeah, exactly. Like I said, I'm not happy. You guys uh, got a pick for the Super Bowl Sunday night? I just hope both teams have fun. Me too. Actually, uh... predetermined outcome, the Kansas City Taylor Swifts <laughs> in a blowout. I saw uh... something that said Taylor Swift. Uh, what's the I always I'm terrible with the reward, uh, awards. Uh, Grammys are music, right? Grammys yeah. last weekend, yeah. Yeah, so uh, Taylor Swift's going to come home with a Grammy and a Lombardi trophy within two weeks. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I 
I don't really care. I, I, I I'd love yeah. to see a fantastic finish. That'd be fun. I'm going to yeah. a, to a, a Super Bowl party. So uh, I'll just hang out and casually watch the game and just, just have a good time at the party. Yeah. Yeah. My, care. my wife's a big uh, chiefs fan as well as my in-laws. Uh, so we're going to their house to watch it. Um, so I will be rooting chiefs, but at the end of the day, if it's a fun game, that's all I care about. Yeah, I'll probably make I, my decision dur- during the game. If something like, oh, I don't like that player or that play or they were screwed or whatever, then I'll, yeah. I'll kind of like, maybe I'll make a decision during the game who I want to win. Yep. Yeah. I I, I don't really have a rooting interest, but I, I did like uh, the one social media post I saw today. I said, Brock Purdy looks like a kid that went to Spirit Halloween and got a or is on the the spirit halloween 49ers fan costume <laughs> package <laughs> yeah he's he's super super looks like looks like he's like 15 so yeah yeah yep mr irrelevant right yep yep well all right um uh, will you guys enjoy your super bowls bill you anything fun for the super bowl I there is an outside chance that I wind up at that same Super Bowl party. Oh uh, yeah, that, that Kurt says show up. To. Let's go. Um, we're yeah, we're still waiting on uh, on word if uh, we're hosting anyone here. Um, mm-hmm. So I'll find that out tomorrow. But uh, yeah, other than that, um, yeah, I uh, no, I, I I haven't gone to a Super Bowl party in probably twenty five years. So. If, it, if this one's anything like the others that uh, Marcus hosted, uh, I mean, you know, people are interested in the game, but there's a lot of people that are just talking in the background in the kitchen, and yeah, it's just you know how you know how it goes, right? Yeah. So my and- last one was the last Super Bowl party I went to was um, when my team won uh, the Green Bay Packers in 2010. Uh, that was the last one I went to, and so I'm like, I guess if I go to another one, maybe the uh, Packers will be in it and they'll win. Actually, I think the last one that I went to was when uh, the Rams won. Oh, wow. oh nice. Okay. Yeah. Do Do you think anyone in this country would be against having the Super Bowl on a Saturday? No. No. Although, no. actually, you know what? I actually do think yes, because uh, I have seen people in that argument say, it's a Sunday game. They got to play on Sunday. And I'm just Sunday like, game. who fucking cares? And, what do you mean, it mean it's a Sunday game? Because they and, always play on Sundays. And I think I think there are still <laughs> yeah, a lot that's, of people that's the majority who really believe a lot that, of playoff games are on Saturdays. Yeah, and, but they and, but the majority of games are on Sundays. Is their point? And I I agree with you. I think there are plenty of games on Saturdays, Thursdays, Mondays. Yeah. There are a lot of people Especially that playoff games. still really believe that the Monday after should be a federal holiday. And I, yeah, I think there, it's, there are a lot of deluded people. And uh, a federal it, holiday it, is weird. Uh, just yeah, I'd rather Saturday. just be Saturday. Yeah, make it uh, Saturday, an all day party. Why not? Uh, no just, kidding, right? Right. That that should be it. Just like voting should also be on a Saturday. Or yes. Sunday. Yes. Or I agree with that. It would make a lot more sense to have voting day be a holiday. To be honest, correct. That 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 yeah. that's crazy that but that will never pass because of political reasons that we won't right. Make. right yeah Speaking some people don't want la- a lot of people to vote last thing last thing that i'll say because i i forgot to mention this i was watching bill i don't know if you saw it uh because i know you were watching the same game as me i was watching the flames and new jersey devils earlier 
I saw a guy. It was about four rows off the ice. It was in New Jersey. He was wearing a Devils jersey, number twenty-four, with Trump on the back. Uh, Listen, <laughs> I I'm not. If you're a Trump supporter, I'm not giving you shit because I'm just saying any presidential candidate on your hockey jersey. What the fuck are you doing? That is the weirdest shit. I mean, right, probably. <laughs> Chinese if, knockoff, right? Right. If you're hey, not which wearing would fit the bill for, you know, Trump jersey, right? If, if you've <laughs> yeah, got right. 24 on your jersey in in uh, in New Jersey, and it's not Lyle Odeline, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> I want to battle you on that. Are you sure he wasn't 25? Ooh, I am pretty. You're thinking of Sean Podine. Jeff. He didn't play the Devils, though. <laughs> no, I'm talking the Blues. 25 for the Blues. Wasn't he 25? Or is that Rayom? Rayom was 25. No, Pony no, was 25, no, no, too, right? He was, he was 25. Yeah, he was. yeah but we're, we're, we're not talking about the Blues. We're talking yeah. about the Devils. I know. The I'm Devils. Maybe, maybe just thinking Podine, Odeline. You're right. You're right, Phil. Devils. Valeri Zelopukin. Yes. 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 <laughs> yes. Wow. Take me um, on and fuck Doku any day. These names. Oh, man. Awesome. You're right, though. 24 for Lyle Line. I just looked it up. Good you call. Know, I should have never questioned you. Should just you have should. a show where we just rattle off uh, vintage names, blasts from the past. Yeah. Because I could I could put this show on in the background, or any show, where they're just uh, every 30 seconds or so, talk, they bring up, oh, like, uh, you know, Byron Defoe or uh, Odeline or whoever. You know Just what would be fun is if over the coding. summer we did we did that we brought up a random player and the other two people had to have some kind of anecdote or story about that Another person about them. Ooh. yeah that, or, that or, would be interesting yeah that that would yeah hmm. I, that the would Puck be fun Doku series we might need <laughs> yeah. to think about this that would be a lot of fun like <laughs> something like the you know vintage Riffin or something. Vintage player yeah. riff. That would be fun. All right. We'll do that. That's a good summer show. Let's do that sometime. All right. Well, boys, then we're going to wrap her up. Support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com and get 10% off by emailing Dustin at rockinthatidlife at gmail.com and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. And by Mike Burgoyne from Real Brokerage Realty. Email him at strikewithmike.com today for all your home buying and selling needs. That's Mike at strikewithmike.com. That'll wrap up episode 18 of season 13 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. Let's go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the show. We hope you enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed bringing it to you. For Kurt Price and Bill Day, as well as the uh, really high producer, Austin. I am Jeff Bonder, and this was Let's Go Blues Radio. Until next time, everyone, let's go blues. He wasn't microdosing. Let's go blues. <laughs> let's go, chefs. Great googly moogly. <laughs> uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. A look at sports. I think that went very well. Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry. 
St. Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about our St. Louis Blues? They've only just begun, they're on their way to number one, now there's no more blues for our St. Louis Blues. The Blues are on the ice tonight again, they're rough and tough and got the stuff to win. They'll always get one more, no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.